0: Just before we start, I just wanted to mention one thing quickly. Uh, Hellas & Co. and Sporting Club Hellos are independent missions. They're both run solely by myself. So if you could like, comment, subscribe, all that good stuff, it would mean the world. Check out HellasandCo.com, And uh, without further ado, let's get into it. Uh, Just before I start this episode, I just want to issue a trigger warning to anyone listening or watching. We do talk about mental health and we do mention suicide at length at points in this episode. So if those things uh, may trigger you in any way, shape or form, please feel free to click off and listen to something else. Love and appreciate you all. Welcome back to Hellas and Homies. I'm here with a very prestigious... Fuck.
1: (laughs) Take 100. eh?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Welcome back to Hellas and Homies. I'm here with a very prestigious guest um had to run it up a second time the first time i've kept on social media purely to show my own like journey how far i've come from the equipment we're using that day it's pretty nuts
1: i'm proud of you man look at this i
0: appreciate it bro the good old Uh,
1: fucking hold the microphone (laughs) (laughs) doesn't work
0: (laughs) i'm here with the uh the the sydney part of the sneaker tate belmar group you know taking over the world i'm here with caleb corneus how are you brother good bro how are you good bro thanks for hopping back on uh we're talking earlier Full circle moment for those listening. Shout out Nick, uh, the Beta Project. Caleb popped on there recently. Bro, it was a gun potty, by the way. I got real deep, babe. Eh? <laughs> yeah, because you'd because uh, you'd mentioned you mentioned like things about your mom. Yeah, but like when we did it, you like mentioned it, and I could kind of pick up pieces. But like you didn't mention anything yeah, specific. Yeah, so
1: I, I don't really share my story.
0: Yeah, but. so like I I knew about like your dad being your hero and all that, but like when you're talking, I was like, fuck,
1: fuck, I got me teary. The kind of, he's
0: <laughs> <laughs> good at that, bro. It's like a. Yeah, proper interviewer now. The questions he asked as well, like he'd like, he'd lead you in a direction, and then you'd go there, and then he'd already like know what to ask you again. It was good because it got you like really expressing your whole story.
1: Do you remember you're like my third, second or third podcast? So when I first jumped on you, I was like nervous as.
0: Yeah right. Yeah, it's hard, eh?
1: Well, now it's sweet, like yeah, you get used to it.
0: Yeah, that's it. I was I was shit for like I reckon twenty. It takes ages, bro. The, even Simi, I was struggled so much because
1: you're like yeah, I remember that.
0: Like, yeah, I came from Simi to yours. To mine, yeah. Yeah, and it's just like there were so many bright lights, whatever. Now I get used to this, but when I have guests on that haven't done it before, I had a guy called Will Star, who's like the one force producer, and he um bro, he's produced like Ariana Grande.
2: Like Yeah, I saw that one. Bro, like
0: and even he got in here and he was like, Well, it's a bit like full on. I was like, Whoa. You get used to it. Yeah, that. you get used to it. But um Nick, where he originally started his podcast, was in a room. He moved into my cousin's old house. Shout out Dan Truck till the day I drop Love you, kid. Um, and so Nick's little brother Jake did a bit of a few episodes in that studio and that's where I did my first ever podcast. was in basically a room I grew up in, my cousin's bedroom, uh, formerly known. And just see how far you've come Nick, very awesome. Sick podcast, full circle moment. Shout out Nick. Bro, been a lot of shit's happened since we last filmed. You have a few businesses running. Yep. Travelling wise, not too much has changed but like so documentaries coming. A tickaphobia is coming, like coming along. Hey, yeah, it looks good. I didn't even notice. That's nice, man. Yeah, that's good, eh? <laughs> um, travel penit, <laughs> travel Yeah, and then, was there something else?
1: Okay, so right now I've got travel university, a tickaphobia clothing, a tickaphobia podcast. On one podcast, um, I have a new thing called fear of failure coming very soon. Yeah, which is like a mindset coaching thing. Um, and then I've got the documentary coming very soon. Let's
0: talk about the doco. That's what I want to know about.
1: Well, bro, it's actually fucked. Two days ago. You yeah. wouldn't believe it. I deleted an autosave file from Premiere Pro. Deleted the whole thing. So I have to restart from scratch. <laughs> so I have two weeks to finish it yeah. and then post it up. But it's fucking deep, bro. Like I basically go like raw as all, all in. How do you structure it? Um, So I basically start off, I don't want to say too much, but I started off like how I grew up as a kid, like just baby videos and shit. Um, of Like when my dad first saw me, he filmed the whole thing, which is mad
0: that's cool bro because i don't like my mom and dad have photos but no videos yeah my dad filmed it yeah that's which is so sick because it's
1: like the old film cameras yeah so um i got footage of that he's like oh this is the first day i'm seeing my boy caleb it was like 2005 um and then like i basically explained what year are you born in oh three that's scary
0: (laughs) i'm born in 2000 but still bro you're so young like fuck. yeah
1: well we'll get into the money later but um yeah, bro, the Docker, like, I've basically explained my whole story, really. Not all of it, because it's too hard to put in one video, but my main goal is to get this doco out, inspire as many people as I can, and then on top of that, like, just keep growing, and then one day, like, hopefully make a movie. Yeah. And I honestly think it will happen, eh? I just have a vibe that I'll be successful enough to... Have you,
0: like, envisioned it? Have you seen it, like, bro, in your head?
1: Ever since I was a kid, bro, like, I don't know. As a kid, I was just always on film, so...
0: Yeah. With the doco, what do you think has been like the hardest part about making it? Is it actually watching the footage back? <laughs> bro, honestly, watching the thing. footage yeah.
1: back, like yeah. if I edit my documentary, it actually fucks me up for a couple of days because like it goes that deep. It's sort of like when you're editing, you're so focused on it. So it like brings back trauma. Yeah. But I'm at the point now where I'm just like crying when I watch it. I'm like, fuck, if I can cry, like other people will cry. Because I don't really cry. Yeah, it's bro. like by myself really. Like all my footage is by myself. So yeah. It's, it's fucking sick, bro. I can't explain.
0: How did you go about like the filler scenes? Did you go to studios and shit like that to do all that?
1: Oh, bro, I just use my garage.
0: <laughs> yeah, mad. No, I like so, that. Yeah, yeah. fucking like that. How long is it?
1: About 40 to an hour. That's good. That's a good lane. So it's like got me YouTube? growing up. Yeah, I was going to put on Netflix, but um, I would have to go to Philadelphia and then it would like take a long fucking process yeah. to get it out. I haven't finished it yet, so. Yeah. But um, I start off with me as a child, then... Going into like how i like beat suicide like the whole night bro i filmed me taking the pills and everything so that's in there too um how i quit yktr um how i met luke Belmar and shit, how i made fucking six figures and yeah bro it's just Good shit. legit raw and proud of you bro doing well bro look at you bro this space is crazy yeah so. I'm still, yeah i've
0: got a long way to go but you're doing no nah, you're doing serious numbers um like fuck, bro the do- the doco it's going to be nuts. Because I, I watch I all this shit. Yeah, I honestly
1: think my doco. will.
0: Yeah. What do you think a movie would entail then? Because a doco is like, how would you put it? A doco is like a very serious thing. Whereas a movie can have like a bit of fiction in it, you know? It can have like a bit of like and different shots and different ideas. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, well, I think a Wolf of Wall Street, right? Like that movie is half bullshit, half not. So that's the sort of vibe I want where it's like I show my documentary so people understand my story. But then when it's in a movie, you can see it visually. Yeah. So like as me as a kid getting beat up by my stepdad and stuff like that, like you can like actually see it. Yeah. Obviously I won't be the actor, but yeah, I just got like big dreams, man. Yeah. No,
0: fuck <laughs> yeah, bro. Having a movie about yourself is very cool. Yeah. How do you see, how like what age do you see that coming out at?
1: Bro, probably like 26, 27. It's pretty early, man. Well, I'm 20 now. Next year, like for sure I'll be a millionaire. Yeah. Um. And then yeah, I just like keep growing, growing, growing. If I have to fucking pay for a proud. Do, do you not. think?
0: Do you think you'd need more years of shit happening? Not like bad shit. I I, I should re- sorry for like saying it that way, but like just like stuff going on. You know what I mean? Like,
1: well, that's why I haven't posted a Doco because shit just keeps happening. And bro, I've had this fucked up thought. And like, I shouldn't probably say this on a pod, but I've always had this thought where I like die at thirty. <laughs>
0: I was gonna confront you about that. I don't like, bro. I'll say this to you now. I don't like how you talk about it like that. I was listening For to right. Nick's thing, but I don't like. I don't like it at all because I think you got a lot of life to live. And
1: bro, I've fucking lived a lot. Like I've probably lived like no, no, twenty I, lives.
0: I I can understand like your how fucked your circumstances have been, right? But like, don't you think there's like such a beautiful thing to have children, watch them grow, and because you live a very eventful life, right? Yeah. But like. I'm telling you, like my nonno and nonno, they seem to have the best life. It was so simple. They had their like house. They had their grandchildren over all the time. It was the little things. Don't you think that's like what you really want in life?
1: Like that piece? This sounds so fucked up, bro. But like I've had this thought where I like have a baby right before I die. Call him Apollo. Apollo Karenius. <laughs> and then oh, fuck. I die. I go out a fucking cool fucking way where like I say someone's life or some shit or I like die with a smile, like jump out of a fucking plane or some shit. I don't know. And then <laughs> my kid just fucking becomes born and then he's like the next big thing.
0: Don't you think that's like the worst possible thing you could do to your own child?
1: It sounds like, I don't know, bro. I think it'll make him grow. <laughs>
0: nah, but like, oh, bro, a boy needs his dad. You'd know it first hand, wouldn't you?
1: Yeah, but like he always have like fucking my boys, my brother, like. He's got his own. Bro, it needs you.
0: Needs. But <laughs> yeah. I'm telling I'm telling you uh, this, I like look at
1: Creed, bro. <laughs> I'm,
0: bro, I'm telling you, like, this 30 thing you got in your head. I don't I don't like when you talk about it. Right. Because I, I love and care for you, right? I love you too, man. <laughs> and a lot of people love and care for you. Riley is a great example. The way he spoke about you was with such um like love and endearment, right? He was so proud of you when we we're talking, like off off air. And bro, like this 30 thing. It's, I reckon, like, it's such a...
1: But that's the thing, bro. Like, it's not my fault that I'm meant Like, I've literally planned out my whole life and I can't explain it. Like, I just know shit's going to happen. And then if it doesn't, when I think it's going to happen, it eventually happens. Right. So, like, if it's not 30, maybe it'll be, like, 35. And then I'll, like, be on edge all the time. I'll be like, what the fuck? Like, don't you just want to... Like, don't you just want to, like,
0: the 30 thing... Don't you think that's like an over dramatization of life? Who
1: knows? It's just just feels right. <laughs> like I really don't care if I'm alive or not, bro.
0: No, I'm the same. Death doesn't it doesn't face. Yeah, it, if it, if I die, I die. My days, my days. Right? Like everyone has a. That's a crazy thought, isn't it? Like everyone has a day over their head type of thing. You know what I mean? Like a, you know how you have a birthday. <laughs> everyone has that day, but no one knows. Yeah. But, um. Like your day's your day, right? That's fate. That's just all that is. So I don't care for death, but like same time, bro. Like. I don't want to like manifest it. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think 30 is way too early for the influence you have on the world.
1: But it'll have more of an impact. No way. Yeah. Look at XX and Tashian, Kobe Bryant. Look at all these big names. Like people fucking actually, bro, I felt it when Kobe died. I didn't even know the bloke. Yeah. Like it actually made me like inside. I was like, fuck, why do I know this guy? Would
0: you not say people like um, LeBron? Michael Jordan would have better legacies than Kobe Bryant. But that gets clouded by the fact they're still around and there's there's not a level of nostalgia attached to them.
1: Well, like look at Conor McGregor, for example. Like,
0: Yeah, but that's because it, like so when someone dies and after a while you forget about shit things they did, it's just nostalgia, right? Nostalgia has no negativity towards
1: it. It's straight positive.
0: So that's why like so many of these artists and people remember, like they are good people, bear in mind. But like, Except
1: for Michael Jackson. Yeah, you
0: know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like even XXX, right? He beat a girl at one point, right? Like he had his issues. Um, but like they're remembered with such endearment, whereas these people are still around. They're still doing good things, having charities. Like don't you think, don't you think like Caleb Coronel at the age of 65, a great grandfather, you know, just living his life, has like three charities set up. He's got youth prevention, suicide, like youth suicide prevention centers and shit like, you know what I mean? I can do that dead. Nah, bro. You're good. Nah. I, I don't know, man. I don't know. I was hearing you talk about it and I put it down. I was like, I don't, I think like, don't you think it'd be cruel to do that to everyone who's ever loved you?
1: But like, maybe like they'll die before I'd like before that point. Wouldn't you, would, would,
0: wouldn't would you get, what? bro, talking to me, right? <laughs> just me. Yeah. Wouldn't you be furious if I was saying the same thing to you?
1: Well, like if it's just how you want to live your life, really. Like, I don't find it selfish or anything. I just feel like it's, everyone has their own life. The universe sort of like puts it together, you know? Like, you know when you just feel shit?
0: I reckon you're going to live to like 90-odd.
1: Fuck, who knows, bro? And
0: you're going to live a very healthy life. And you're going to live a very satisfied life. I hope you do. Who knows, bro? Like, honestly. Yeah. I think like that 30 thing when I heard it, bro, I put it down straight away in my phone notes. <laughs> like, fuck, this kid's not fucking getting away with that. Bro, You, I, I think the impact you could have if you stay around long enough, because when you put your mind to things, you nail it, Right. So who's to say, like, take away, like, the videography and things. There could just be completely other things that pop up in your life that you, like, you put your mind to, and that way you influence other people in that direction, you know what I mean? Like, um, James Tahuna was on the pod the other day. He's the first ever um, New Zealander slash Aussie to ever fight in the UFC. He's now a youth worker. And now he does wrestling coach for all the um, NRL teams. And, like, that's a perfect example, right? It's, like, inspired so many young men to become so disciplined through combat sports and then went into youth work to directly help them and then went to do NRL wrestling coach. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think there's like that could be you. Like when you put your mind to something, you fucking nail it. So who's to say you won't do that for multiple different things besides like videography, cinematography type of thing?
1: Yeah. Well, I'm doing like this mindset coaching thing that I'm doing with my mate Mitch. Yeah. And um, I feel like that'll take off just because we'll be talking about like how to –
0: is that the guy that's on the podcast as well? No, another Mitch. Yeah, right.
1: So um, basically we talk about like each word individually. So like just say vocabulary, we go deep into that one word and there's like 20 videos, there'll be like four parts. We go into like what depression looks like, what suicide looks like. Like we actually film a perspective. So yeah. like we make like little scenes and shit. So,
0: How do you find people with similar stories? Does it just kind of happen?
1: What do you mean like?
0: Like so, for him, does he talk about that stuff as well? No, he doesn't. No. Oh, okay. Right, I don't think
1: anyone opens up as much as me.
0: Yeah, pretty vulnerable stuff, man.
1: Like, I'm not like that in person though. Like, when people meet me, like, I'm not even. I forget that I post that shit.
0: Yeah, well, you don't want to be like that in person as well, because you just want to have generally, you know, like, oh, well, I'm. But that's the
1: thing. Like, that shit was from fucking like what last year? Yeah. At the start of the year, which is like nearly two years. So it's like, now I'm happy living life and shit. So.
0: Yeah. See, that's a perfect example of that 30 thing I'm talking about, bro. Like what you went on to do last year was nuts. It'll be the same thing after your 30s. Bro, it's weird.
1: You, but you know, I met like I jumped on your podcast straight after I got back from Tate's. Yeah, it's crazy. It was like a two weeks after.
0: It's <laughs> so funny on one degree of separation from him at that like his peak fame. It's yeah, it's like you going from there to there. No, and then uh,
1: back to this shit all <laughs> Are you still living out in, in Sydney? Me? Yeah. Yeah, I moved out from Blacktown. Yeah, good stuff, so man. Me and my dad got a new place, which is sick. So. Good shit, bro.
0: Congratulations. Yeah. Awesome stuff. No, I um it. I look, I wanted to speak about Belmar. When you talked about him with me, I knew of him, right? Like everyone kind of knew Luke Belmar at the time. Now he's popping off. Like Massive numbers now, bro. What's did, it like for you seeing that?
1: Oh well he called it like he said, because all that footage is my footage. So he said, um, bro, like, watch me pop off. Yeah. he's like just stay with me like I'll show you how to become rich and shit fuck I'm like on the right path like bro literally just doing everything he taught me and that's what I want to teach other people like the more you surround yourself with the like right people like I fucking hate going out now I hate drinking hate wasting my times like on dates with girls and stuff like just little things bro like the way you change your mindset like you just stop talking to girls Um, you like focus on like don't party focus on like work training stuff like that like i'm doing muay thai now as well like i want to fight next i say year. that
0: every morning when i'm going to work you post those videos yeah
1: go, go, go. so it's like my mindset my mindset's changed so much since last year yeah like i was with yktr which was more like the party scene like yeah get on it sort of thing where like i was never like i never liked that so i fell out of place so like now that i'm on my own like right it just feels mad to like just lock myself into something and Like my drugs are honestly like doing this clothing brand, my students in my university, like this fear of failure thing, like all this shit. So Just working. eh? Just working, bro. And people say like, oh, you need a balance. Like I hate when people say balance. Like your balance should be your job. Like if you don't like or love your job, then like.
0: Yeah. I think some people have, yeah. I think some people go over the top either way. Because you work really hard, but you're very passionate about all these things, right? There's some people that work really hard for another man, and they're stuck on 60k for the whole year. Yeah, that's where people talk about balance. With you, it's kind of like you're doing what you want to do, go off the deep end, do whatever you want to do.
1: But that's the thing, like to make money, you need to do things you love.
0: Yeah, 110. That's really what Luke
1: agree. told me, bro. And I like, I've got a bunch of notes what he told me. I've had my phone. I'd fucking share a bit. But
0: yeah, we'll bring it in later, Ben. That's your job, <laughs> Ben. Ben's our producer. Uh, he's our Jamie. Um,
1: <laughs> Thanks, Benny. <laughs>
0: um, what what are like some things Belmar taught you? Yes. Yeah, oh, for those listening, like explain the story. Some people might not know how. Oh, you get how in contact. I. Okay,
1: yeah. So how I met Luke Belmar Um, I posted a, a video of like how I did the cliff jumping and made the news. So that's still your biggest. Shortly. No, I think the new one where it's like um what they see versus what they don't see. Six point six mil views
0: mad what did your that news one surely there was like four mil maybe
1: no the news one was four mil at the time it's on 5.1 now 5.2 mad
0: numbers yeah and belmar saw the news one
1: yeah so this guy named zach was luke's mate and he followed me for ages he saw that video shared it to luke because luke needed a videographer he put it on his story and shit obviously i didn't know the guy and then luke hit me up called me at like 4 a.m bro and i was like who the fuck is this and his thing was like a anime character yeah so i was like fuck some like random cunts just like trying to call me but for some reason i just picked up i was like yo and he's like hey g it was like 4 a.m in the morning it was like daytime for him yeah it's like where the fuck is this guy <laughs> he's like yo bro like love your videos and shit like where are you from i'm like oh, i'm from australia blah 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 he's like yo i'm looking for a videographer like you're free next week to talk anyway a week later it's in the doco by the way yeah um i was with my mates in terrible and he called me up. He said, yo, I booked your flight tomorrow to Albania. It was like a 48 hour travel. Like yeah. it was three flights or four flights or some shit. Like it was fucking crazy.
0: Yeah. Cause you'd, you'd have to go here, Middle East, Middle East to some. Greece
1: and then like Greece. to Albania. Yeah. Major
0: part of Europe back yeah. to Albania. Yeah. So I'm
1: pretty sure I went to Abu Dhabi, Greece, somewhere else. And then yeah, Albania. Far. But um, yeah, I called up my dad straight away. I was like, dad, 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 like this is fucking crazy. Like um my life's about to change like this guy wants me to travel what yeah. does my dad say no way you're not fucking going because yeah, <laughs> yeah. like i didn't really think at the time like
0: it's hard it's, to explain to that generation what you're doing in that moment you don't even I mean? have to be in this generation like, yeah yeah you're getting a call to out. go to
1: albania yeah. out of all countries not that albania albania is actually like it's a beautiful. beautiful country i want to go there yeah like it's talk shit about when it's actually really nice that's oh, beautiful so um Yeah, he basically called me up. I was in Terrigal with all my mates, Jason and Daniel. And then um, he called me up. He's like, yo, your flight's tomorrow. So it was like 1 a.m. It was my mate's birthday, Daniel's birthday. I drove all the way back home, had like two hours sleep, went to the shops, got all my shit, fucking drove to the airport and then off I was. Yeah, shit. So I was with him for three months.
0: And then, yeah, maybe tell people like kind of what that entailed, that three months like a brief description.
1: Yeah, so basically went to like 10 or 11 countries. Um, I just had to film him every day. And bro, we just got so deep. Like every conversation, like I would just write shit down because like it just leveled me up to a completely different person. Um, But yeah, like the main things Luke taught me was um, do things you love doing, um, figure out your purpose, why you wake up every day and portray yourself as a walking Lamborghini. Meaning yeah, when you yeah. walk into Take a room, yeah, yeah. be the best dress, smell the best, like walk into the room and like have that presence about you. Yeah. And I'm starting to notice it now, bro. Like every time I walk into a room, people feel inspired. Yeah. Because like I walk in like a random fucking kid and then they're like, oh, like what do you do? And I'm like boom, boom, boom. They're like, oh, what the fuck? And their faces just like instantly yeah. change. And then they're instantly um, attracted to what I'm saying. So that's one thing like I really picked up. And I just like know myself awareness now. Like, it's not even me being cocky and shit. Like, I just genuinely know who I am as a person. And yeah. it's because I, like, s- literally spend so much time by myself.
0: Yeah. I can relate. I spend a lot of time. I work by myself every day. Yeah. And then, like, I spend so much time on hellos and all that by myself. So you start to figure out a few things. Just purely, like, in your own thoughts, the amount of time you spend by yourself.
1: Yeah, it's good. And, like, even with your podcast, like, you just, you're fucking consistent with it, bro. You're getting different minds on. yeah. Um, and it doesn't matter if like people are making like millions of dollars or anything. It's not about the money. It's more like what this person does is create like creatively. Yeah. So it's like, for example, like you got Ryan, uh, Riley Smith on, you got like all these different people on doing different things. It's so cool, bro. Cause you get like a different perspective on how they see their life.
0: Yeah. I appreciate that. bro. Yeah. yeah Cause I feel like a lot of people, they do with pods. They kind of, a lot of people try and do like trending things. They
1: try to clout chase. I saw you talk about it. Yeah,
0: it's keep it pure. That's all I say. Yeah. Just like the money's like cool. Like chase money, chase money. Like fuck, do your thing. But like some people get into it with a pure intention then get corrupted by impatience. So they try and chase the money really hard and then they forget why they started. Yeah. Whereas for me, it's like fuck them up. I know the money will come. You know what I mean? Like
1: Podcasts like you can make good money, but like it's more just trying to learn, bro. Yeah. Like you've got an opportunity to meet Whoever the fuck you want, because That's
0: what I say to people, though. it's a cheat code.
1: It literally is. Yeah. Like, I, there's a thing called another thing Luke taught me is the circle. Yeah. So, if you want to get into a group with high value individuals, you need to do something that they don't have. So, for example, I met Tate, I met Luke and all that because I had a camera, I had a skill set that they didn't have. Boom, well, I slid right in there. Yeah. You do a podcast, that gives them value because it gives them content, um, place to talk, place like. to talk, spread their story, stuff like that. So, yeah. instantly going to be like, yeah, fuck yeah. Yeah, I so say like, that to people, bro. Yeah, it's not like someone's – like if you message someone and be like, yo, let's chat, fuck, 99% of the time people are going to be like, no. Yeah. But if you said, yo, jump on my pod, yeah, fuck yeah, like, oh, my God, i would be sick.
0: Yeah, I first learned that from Ice, funnily enough, because he was talking about He's like, I didn't realize how rude asking someone really successful out for a coffee was because it's just like I value an hour of your time as $5 coffee where it's like you got to actually offer something back, you know what I mean?
1: Uh, it depends on the person bro like yeah
0: some people are willing to give up time but like I, I, I understand that concept where it's like if you want to get into the room with that person there has to be more than like a five dollar coffee you
1: have coffee. to add value
0: yeah um, 100% and I just kind of say to the younger boys who are trying to make something happen like if you're not very skilled at something offer to do it for free at a minimum even if you are skilled at it
1: bro that's funny like Luke actually taught me this thing he said if you offer something for free why would a millionaire say yes to that yeah so The way he meant that was if I'm like a videographer, for example, I'm offering you like a free service. Yeah. If you're a millionaire, why would you say yes to someone that's free when you can just pay for someone that's high quality?
0: Yeah, 110%. But that's what I mean. It's like for younger boy, I understand that, right? But for like people starting out, I'd always, I kind of say to them, it's like if you're not very good, at least offer to do it for free so that you you can hone in on your skills whilst being part of like this level up.
1: Yeah, just like brick by brick. Yeah. Take your time. And then
0: eventually you have so many skills you've learned through just eating shit for a few months. And then you go out and you start charging. bro. Just then, patience, eh? Yeah, a lot of people lack it, man. Because yeah. you know why? Because, bro, people like you who are talented before they blow up, they see you just blow up. Everybody, they don't understand that your talent was there. Like, bro, I remember your edits of YKTR were like movies.
1: Bro, like I've leveled up 10 times. But like people don't understand that I've done this for four years. Yeah. So I'm like open to talk about my money and shit. So like so far I've made like 350K like just stuff, from bro. my university. Yeah. Um, Like I've got my clothing brand coming, all this shit. So I'll be making more but like it's not like I just made 350K in this year out yeah. of nowhere. It took me four years to like build, meet the right people, learn how to like talk, learn how to like create fucking value, Yeah. understand how communication works, understand like, psychology how people think read the room like there's so much that goes into it
0: yeah how did you go about learning
1: those things um why did help because like obviously i was trying to make footy so when i met all the rugby league boys yeah like at the start i'd get starstruck yeah and then i like i started like started to just slow it down and be like fuck these guys are just human yeah yeah just breathe understand like when someone feels comfortable or when they don't feel comfortable yeah so yeah
0: yeah, it's hard, eh? And how do you, like a young fella, it's real hard to start learning like body language, psychology, understanding like... have you Do you know what like the green line is where it's like... If you're, if you're like sitting with someone and you're sitting next to them, it's like there's a green line in the middle. It depends like who crosses over or whatever.
1: Yeah, you need to know when to shoot shot. Y- yeah,
0: shit like that, right? But like it's just like even when you're sitting with someone like new and you're just talking to them like they're complete like stranger... Just, I don't know. There's multiple things to learn. It's fucking, it's really hard. It takes years, man. Yeah, it does. Months.
1: But like just fucking learn, like read a book. I'm literally reading a body language book. Yeah. It's man. called body language. <laughs> and then yeah. you can understand like people's posture. If They've got like a hoodie on. They're fucking obviously sad. Yeah. They don't want to talk. Like if someone walks into a gym with their hoodie over the head with earphones in, don't talk to him.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: If someone's like got a shirt on, their chest out, go up and say something. They obviously want yeah. their ego to be fulfilled. So.
0: Yeah, that that you learned about that shit. You're
1: 19, eh? 20 now, 20. 20. Just turned 20.
0: <clears throat> Fuck, happy birthday, bro. Thanks, bro.
1: What'd you do for your birthday? Fuck. Sounds like I got such a lonely life, eh? No, what'd you do? <laughs> nah, I just went to Canberra. Yeah? Um, With my mate Josh and Sam and NASA, like my OG boys. Yeah. We went out, bro, and that was like the last time I went out. I fucking hate going out. Yeah, you didn't like it. Why'd
0: you go to Canberra?
1: Just as like away from everyone. Yeah. Because like now I'm starting to get noticed. Like I just want to go out and just like do my own thing and I don't drink at all, but I drank for my birthday yeah. and I just sort of want to be like left alone in those sort of situations. Yeah. so I don't drink much.
0: I don't know why. I actually do know why. I, I scaled a bottle of vodka at Schoolies. So I never really drank the same after. I drank in Europe when I was over there. So it's just like we're at festivals and stuff. But um, yeah, I only really go out to like see my friends. I don't really go out to get drunk or anything. Plus it's so expensive nowadays. But like um, I just, yeah. It's funny you say that. It's like I just want to go out. The only reason I go out is to truly just see my friends. Sometimes meet new people as well at like events. I feel like I'll meet like-minded people, like music events especially. But like, uh, yeah, bro, fucking.
1: If you go out, like it's a good way to network.
0: 110%. But it's also like it's it's sometimes just real good to see friends, you know, and just like reset and just fucking.
1: That's what I do. Like once in the blue moon, I'll just like go out to just fucking forget that I'm working and just chill. You have to. Because it's such an escape from reality, eh?
0: Yeah. Do you feel like sometimes you, <coughs> do you burn out a bit?
1: Um. Not really, eh? Like, I don't know. I just love it so much, bro, that like because I'm doing so much shit, mm. it's sort of just like fun to just. How do you manage it all? I don't. Yeah. <laughs> I just sort of go with the flow at the moment. Are you looking at employing people? I did at the start of the year. I had like six people under me. Yeah. <clears throat> but I had to fire all of them, bro. I just couldn't couldn't could like manage them
2: yeah.
1: it's like a manager wo- uh, role when you start to get to that stage yeah so um yeah it just got harder and harder cost me more money when i didn't really need to spend it um but yeah i love giving people opportunities like for example my students most of them like come shoot with me and stuff like that to get that real life experience yeah. unfortunately for the people in like europe and france and all that they can't but yeah for the sydney boys like it's just cool like seeing them level up and stuff and Eventually, like, I'll probably hire my best student to just come travel the world with me and log me.
0: Yeah, fuck yeah. Bro, six people is a lot of people. Did you talk to anyone you know that's running businesses before you did that?
1: No, I just try to do it all myself, hey.
0: Yeah, how'd that go? Um, How was, long did it last? A month?
1: No, no, no. Uh, Probably four and a half months, five months. Oh, that's all right. Oh, yeah, four months, yeah.
0: Yeah, that's all right. I thought it was shorter. No, that's, that's chill.
1: No, it was when I went to Dubai, then I was like, yeah, it's time to like just scale back. Yeah, just not scale back. It was more like just do it myself. Like I was just being too lazy.
0: Yeah. What's lazy to you then? Like what was lazy at that time?
1: Just like getting distracted by yeah. girls and shit, eh? <laughs> like honestly. <laughs> There's not as many girls in your content nowadays, bro. Yeah, because I sort of like, <laughs> there will be soon, like when I start to like just post more personal brand stuff. Yeah like I sort of have to repost the same shit because I have no content, which yeah. is having But um, yeah, I got rid of the girls for a bit just because like I got real deep and I just wanted to show like my life now Yeah. because there's no girls in it right now. Um,
0: so I see you post like, every once in a while like I need to get like um... a... <laughs> no, because like, well, I sit there and I read it. I'm like, me too, bro, me too. But like I oh, see you bro, post right. it.
1: How good would it be to just have a girlfriend? But like just like... <laughs> It's mm. just so hard
0: Yeah I see you post like Fuck give me an example what, What's something that you put up
1: <laughs> Fuck I posted like <laughs> I posted on purpose too Like I'm just do you get like, rep-
0: like Do you get replies Oh so many bro From girl or like blokes just going like Fucking me too, Oh bro. no
1: girls <laughs> Yeah right So like a bunch of chicks just be like Marry me and like shit like this But I'm like Fuck Just reminding myself why this is just like a distraction eh?
0: <laughs> Yeah What do you look for in a partner?
1: Great question, mate. <laughs> what do you look? What do you look for?
0: Um, oh, she's got to get along with my grandmother. So I've got a grandmother on each side, still alive. God bless. So get along with those two. Very like if I, I'll bring a girl to my nonna, and I can kind like I, I haven't before, but when they do, I would be able to tell straight away, like with what my nonna says. Like kind of like she's got that like vibe. Nonna would be able to tell, like yeah, nah. But with my mum, my sister, like. She's got to get along with them because that's the thing, right? It's like females of the family. You want them to all get along. Um, probably attentive. I don't really – like the driven thing doesn't like bother me. I don't –
1: yeah, I don't like that either.
0: Yeah, I don't think – like because I have like really high ambitions or like – not even ambitions. I just want to do like really cool wanna, things. You don't want right? to clash. Yeah. But like – well, you look at like Alex Mosey. He does. He has – his missus is fucking the same as him. They both run that um acquisition.com. But like – but that's know. the
1: same. Oh, actually, no. I can't say it on the pod. Actually, no. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: Right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um. But like, just someone like very attentive, and just oh fuck, I don't know. It's hard, bro, because you don't know until like you think you like all these things, and then that. Well, that's the thing. One, like one person a, each. Other.
1: Yeah. Like having a girlfriend seems so good, but then it's like, I don't know about you, but the life I'm living is just not possible. Eh? Mm. It is possible, but it's not like it's
0: definitely possible. If I think she'll be the mother of my children.
1: Yeah, but like, fuck, we're still so young. And then like, there's just so much distractions, arguments. Yeah, but my mom
0: and dad got married at 22. I'm 23. But times
1: are so different back then, eh? Yeah, true. But still,
0: still point stand still, right? Plus there. like
1: with TikTok and shit, like a chick will see a TikTok quote and be like, is this what you do? It's like, come on, man.
2: <laughs> come on, man.
0: Oh, fuck. Nah, like, well, yeah, I don't know, bro. I think attentive. And I think um, – mm, I just think like very like caring individual. I couldn't do with someone who's like ice cold all the time. You know what I mean? Like, Yeah, I'm the same. I'd like someone who like cares about different things and um, I want someone who really appreciates like small things in life. You know how people – like you'd say it right with the money you make. There'd be people around you sometimes that are like complain even though they've got such a blessed life at this point in time. Like about little things. Like they'll complain about like say they're at a coffee shop uh, – and the brister fucks up and they'll just whinge about that for like five or ten minutes and you're like, bro, like or like an L player is driving in front of them going slow and they'll complain about an L player like fuck me like this is nothing like is, we're all chilling yeah you know what I, mean? I think having
1: a chill girlfriend would be perfect someone uh, it's good to have a girl that just understands you
0: it's so. like yin and yang right like yeah, balances bro. you out because
1: like I feel like for men we're meant to be like the dominant like hardworking ambitious ones but like times have changed where girls are ambitious which is cool like it's mad like even yeah. watching the soccer women play it's so sick to see but it's like you need to find that balance so if you're having a girl that's like ambitious the same as you it's like how can you like balance it with each other to work together yeah um because i know so many people that are successful with a partner and i see that i'm like fuck that's normally so
0: different sick. fields i think that's how you know what i mean like
1: well like even if you do the same thing but just yeah. stay separate from each other like yeah, don't see what each what other I mean. all the time different
0: lanes you don't yeah. want to be on top of each other but some people make it work but that's a funny thing but
1: it just depends on the person eh? like fuck. yeah do you
0: think you've – because you know how they say like you've – I think it's like a high percentage of people have met their partner by like either 18 or 20. Do you think you possibly have?
1: Don't know, bro. Be, young like, Ben and I
0: talk about this all the time. Like we've met them
1: yet. So I think I've like <laughs> – sounds fucked up, but I think I'm at the point where like I've just got too many bodies where I think I just fucked it for myself. <laughs>
0: yeah, right.
1: Like it's you know just, when you'd like go past the point where you just can't catch feelings anymore? Like I catch feelings for like a couple of days and I'm like, yeah, whatever. Yeah, right. I'm, nah, bro, not Next. No, nah,
0: no, nah, joking. <laughs> I'm joking. Nah, did you grow up watching that show? Do you know what Next was? No. Nah. It was like this show. So they had this like girl or a guy on a bus. And so like, uh, like you can imagine like a double decker like pimped out MTV bus. Yeah, yeah. So she'd be like the person would be sitting down on the couch. Somebody would come in, sit down and it'd be a speed date. And then if she didn't like at any given point, if they didn't like them, next, next person comes in. It was rough. It was a good show, but. Fuck. But it's yeah, eh? yeah, you just reminded me of it. Um, a tickaphobia. Let's talk about that. How's that all going?
1: It's going good. So I've got the blacks in. Um, I've got white ones coming. So I got white on white. Yeah. Um, I've got like these cargo pants that I created. So you can like run in them and shit, but it's like designer. So yeah. I'm going for like the luxury vibe. So. My stuff's going to be like middle class, so like pretty expensive luxury. Not too expensive though, like Gucci and shit. That's way too much. But
0: How do you think, have you planned out like brand placement and things like that?
1: Well, that's the thing with videography and like working with like clothing brands and stuff. Like I've obviously worked with YKTI, I've seen how um, G'd up and that grew. So I'm just going to like, like everything I learned from them, but put in my own way. Okay. So like for fear of failure, a tickophobia, like, it's so easy to brand.
0: Why do you think you have a fear of failure?
1: Just because you definitely have a fear of failure, don't you think?
0: Yeah, but I'm not. I don't. Wait, wait, let me think. Because
1: you're probably going to be like, oh, like a failure is success in the future. Like you need a fail in
0: life. Yeah, I've, oh, I've, I've had my head. I've had my face in front of hell since I was 16. And I, this year, I'm not sure if you've seen those like TikTok videos I do, like the Sunday league, the football ones.
1: But I'm never on TikTok, eh?
0: Yeah, right. You should be. It's, it's nuts you aren't, bro, with the numbers you do.
1: Well, I post on, like every time I post on TikTok, they go pretty viral. Yeah. I just don't post. <laughs> yeah.
0: But like I was doing like 50 to 100k per video of me just talking shit at like um, Sunday league. Like, hi, welcome back to Sunday league. Roberto Calories here. Just like, like taking the piss out of me and my team. Yeah, yeah. Dude, really good numbers. And like, so I've put my face to like all these different things that like failing doesn't like bother me at all. But I, would you say your fear of failure is failure as a whole rather than like small failures?
1: Bro, like I think everyone has a fear of failure. Like if this, you're probably thinking if this podcast doesn't go well, like that's your fear of failure.
0: Yes, but I also would go like, okay, let's say you're a fucking, you're the biggest thing in um, film in Australia in the next 10 years. Like I sat down my podcast. I was able to have Caleb on twice before it all happened. It's balanced.
1: Yeah, that's fair. But like still you, there's. Yeah, of course it's I want to fuck it. Cause... Of course I want to be rich and fucking. <laughs> you, know, you know, You're fucking you, like, no. Nah. <laughs> but, like,
0: but like, but I genuinely like hand on heart. I have this like idea of like, even if it does fail, what a cool story it is to tell. Cause I have no doubt that whatever I'll do, I'll do all right in. Yeah. But like, it's, so it doesn't matter what, I think I do have like a sense of a fear of failure but I don't know what failure looks like either. I haven't really figured that out in my head. Have you figured out what failure looks like? Oh, fuck yeah. What do you think it looks like?
1: Man, I was at rock bottom last year. We can go deeper into that. Yeah. <laughs> that so was, do you reckon
0: that's failure, that point?
1: Yeah, bro. I tried any in my life. Like that's the biggest failure in life. Like if you're trying to quit early, like.
0: So then what's the 30 thing about?
1: But that's not me trying to kill myself. That's like more of a just like I go out in a cool way.
0: Yeah, right. Okay. Like a premonition type of thing. Yeah, it's different. That's scary, bro. <laughs> like right. Imagine
1: imagine a fucking clip of me doing like triple backflip off a plane, parachute, bomb into water. Bro,
2: oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> fucking hell, man. Uh, yeah.
0: So your fear of – so would you say failure is like that point? But uh, what would you say – what do you think failure looks like for other people? Have you figured that out? Because they're going to have to relate to the brand at some point, aren't they?
1: But like that's the thing. Like I want the high class people that like – like that, have that fear of failure, but like do something about it. So I take a phobia, like it's a phobia that yeah. means you're like afraid to fail. Like you don't want to fail whatsoever. So you like don't do shit because you feel like you're going to fail. Yeah. So that's why I built this is because it's like you want to be the opposite of fear of failure. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Because like if you're afraid of failing, uh, failing, uh, failing, sorry, sorry, then like you're not going to want to do it. And that's what I used to be, bro. So at YKTR, I was too afraid to speak up to myself. I didn't want to do this. I, like, had so many ideas, but I couldn't express myself. Um, I used to work at McDonald's and I, like, wanted to do other shit, but I just didn't. I was a plumber for a week and, like, I just f- had that fear of failure that I was just going to be a plumber for the rest of my life. So, yeah, it like, it's multiple things, bro. It's, like, footy as well. Like, I failed footy. I wanted to be a footy player my whole life, but I failed that.
0: Yeah. How you going with all that? Last time you were speaking about you speaking about yeah. the memory.
1: Oh, honestly, like, oh, my brain. Yeah. My brain's, <laughs> it's up and down, bro. Like, my memory's so bad.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah, but you, bro, when you're walking here, you still remember conversations we had and shit like that.
1: Yeah, like, but that's the thing. Um, Like, I don't know what it is. It's just, I just forget shit. Yeah. It's so easy now. But I think maybe that's just because I'm doing too much. I don't know.
0: Would you ever go back for fun? For footy? Yeah. Are you falling out of love.
1: I don't like it at all. My dad keeps, like, telling me to play it again. He's like, fuck, surely jump on the field one more time. Yeah. Because yeah, when, I wanna... I, when, um, when I was with Luke Belmont and stuff, Para like hit me up to do the trial run for Jersey flag. But I was overseas, bro, and that was when I had to make the choice. And I was like, fuck, do I want to travel the world and be rich or do I want to play footy? That Honestly.
0: Wouldn't it be cool if you could do both?
1: Fuck. It sounds so sad, bro, but like footy is like sort of like a slave life as bad as it sounds in a
0: sense if no no i i, understand. I, I just, if you're a superstar but and you make your money work in other businesses it's fine which they're learning to do now
1: but even that though like you're still like a you're still literally doing the nine to five and yeah, nothing like it's nothing wrong about that it's just not the life i want to live
0: yeah but don't you think like fuck it like they enjoy playing footy bar and they're happy are they really happy i think a fair few of
1: them would be they go out every weekend doing freaking drugs and shit. Like I don't think that's some, 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 not some, all. Most of them, bro. Like, no, 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 I know. I and know. like, even just like the footy conversations, like that's what fucking yeah, makes me go next level. You know what
0: the problem is? That's the culture they're brought into from previous generations. Yeah. So the whole idea hopefully is that the generation we're coming through, like our age group, right? I'm 23, you're 20. Like Riley, for example. Let Like I hope Riley goes through, starts businesses while he's in footy, while he's popular, builds his personal brand then the conversations coming through for the young fellas to keep continuing that and eventually those conversations like those like that full-time larrikinism kind of like dies down a bit like it's still funny to be like a bloke and you know have that like downtime but like i understand what you're saying
1: well like the way i'm saying is like you get told to be up at this time do this do that all throughout the week every single week and then you get what like four weeks of the off season whatever it is
0: so do you think that's failure
1: no, 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 I'm not saying that. No, no, no,
0: no, no. But like, no, no, no. Like, is that like when you say fear of failure, right? The nine to five, take away like the oh, actual hours. Personally. Yeah. Being told what time to wake up, what time to be somewhere, like what to do Monday to Friday, is that what you see as like a failure in a sense?
1: For my life, like I can't be told what to do. Yeah, okay. Like I struggled that I struggled with that in school. At YKTI, I definitely struggled with that. Yeah. Um so yeah, just not my life I want to live yeah right like bro we're fucking human beings bro like we should be doing whatever the fuck we want really
0: yeah yes and no you still need structure you need structure for freedom i'm saying like otherwise freedom turns into fucking chaos
1: yeah but like for my life like i just want to be free bro like i could honestly move to bali and like or like some little island just escape and just be free like that's the type of life i want to live
0: yeah do you actually want to do that
1: yeah fuck yeah i just want to get rich enough so i can like Give the life my dad deserves and then probably, like, go to Dubai, get my residency there so I get no tax and shit.
0: They're up in that, apparently. Crazy, eh?
1: Not too much, though, like.
0: Yeah. You know who I follow? Um, Julian Patrolness. He posts, like, good shit. Like, he doesn't post much on his story. When he does, I fucking watch it. Like, I, yeah. I like, pay attention. So Smart, that's right. dude. Yeah. I, I spoke to my sister about him. He's your, like, no, he was 6, 17, maybe, or 18. And he held like the – did you ever grow up with Good Life? Yeah, yeah. He held a festival that big at 18 in Sydney at Luna Park.
1: Nuts, bro. And he's still about how much you wanted,
0: eh? (laughs) Yeah. It's just like – and then he lost it all because he got like – yeah, he was your age and just had that much money. But you're like you've just come through and you know – I think you're lucky because you're exposed to like Belmar and stuff. Yeah. So you kind of see like what to do with money.
1: It's it's not even lucky, bro. It's just like – no, 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 This no, conversation sure. where it's like do something that you can get in that room.
0: Yeah, 110%. But I think he grew up without people in front of him. So when he got heaps of money, he didn't know what to do. Whereas you're surrounded. Was, you created an environment for you to be surrounded by such high-value individuals. So when you get money, you know what to do, how to make it move.
1: Who knows, bro? Like you could, like if you have a money, you're definitely going to be surrounded by money. Yeah. Like that guy saying he like was self-made. You can never be self-made. You reckon? No way.
0: Well, if you're not self-made, who's helped you?
1: For me personally? Yeah. Think about like my whole life, like my teachers, YKTR, Some, McDonald's. Like everything you go through in life is like building up towards something and that's a bunch of people. Yeah. Self-made is like literally like doing it all by yourself. Yeah. I think. It's genuinely impossible.
0: You yeah. mentioned two teachers on Nick's podcast. Yeah. Have you gone back and visited them?
1: Bro, fuck, you know what to make me cry talking about these guys. Um, So... Miss Catrotti and Mr. Durham. Shout out to them. Yeah. Shout out to them. <laughs> so, um, they, I've got their numbers now. So, like, they yeah, message cool. me here and there. And, bro, like, it's just sometimes we have like calls and stuff, and it's just so, like, you know, when people like genuinely make an impact. Yeah. So that's why I like go back to like, it doesn't matter if you've fucking got followers and shit. It's just the number. The reason I'm doing it is because, like, I know I can, like, do it. Like, I believe in myself and it's like the life I want yeah. but you don't have to have followers or anything like you can inspire people by just being you
0: I think consistency inspires a lot of people yeah. that's what I've learned with the podcast bro blokes come up to me that I know like at footy fields or like well, I'll just be like shopping right like just doing something mundane and blokes come up to me like bro you're killing it and I'm like, no nah, not really And they're like nah seriously every Tuesday night you upload a podcast like that's killing it like so many blokes start and they don't finish. And they're like, you it know what I mean? good, yeah. Um, but continue your point.
1: Yeah, so... um, oh, fuck, what was I saying?
0: <laughs> haven't seen all the time.
1: No, but it is good though, like that you're doing every Tuesday. Yeah. It's insane, bro.
0: Keeping it consistent. Uh With the teachers, did you go back? Like, so you speak to them now?
1: Yeah, I, sp- I tried getting him on the doco, but like legal reasons. Yeah. What well, that would have been so cool to get them on, a hey.
0: Yeah, I had two teachers reach out. So my best mate opened up a massive gym in Penrith in... Uh, Henry Street yep love you Jake
1: do you know Jake Ayers I have to see photos I'm bad
0: you might you might know him sounds familiar Um, but he opened up a thing called Bodybuilding Health Club and I had him on to like just because I did like all the uh, like a fair bit of video and promo for him like when it was opening and um, bro like two teachers that we like adored in school reached out to us and then when you mentioned that I was like similar feeling like it's like fuck like, uh, I owe so much to him you know what I mean teachers
1: have a different impact because it's like yeah, they literally like fucking have you for six years. Yeah. What
0: what grade and age do you think they impacted you the most in? Did you finish?
1: No, nah, I left like halfway through year ten. Oh fuck. Yeah. Did you finish? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck that. <laughs>
0: I've got a university degree. Really? Yeah.
1: Fuck, that's crazy. Yeah. What 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 degree?
0: Uh, bachelor of Business Management HR. Means <laughs> fuck all. Learned nothing. <laughs> Shout out to mum. Got it for you. Love you, yeah. mum.
1: Um, Make it proud, man. Yeah, yeah, for
0: sure. Yeah, because yeah, there's a story to it. But like, um, all us siblings have yeah, yeah, university degree, and so like, I can't complain. That's fair.
1: Like, honestly, yeah. like, just,
0: yeah, I was the only one who put like 100 um, effort. No, no, no. Opposite. I'd oh. like push back on like getting the degree, oh, shit, yeah. but like, I I realized at the time like it was just my mum making sure I had something going on at all times. Um, but yeah, I fucking yeah, bro. Dropping out in year 11 is like a remarkable fucking.
1: No, you're 10. Oh, you're 10. Yeah, yeah. Bro, so you've... That's
0: remarkable. Have you gone back to. Did...
1: You went back there, eh? Did you go back to the school? Bro, I'm, I'm going to do a talking there one day. Like, they asked me fucking ages ago, but like, I just. Fear failure, bro. I didn't do it.
0: <laughs> wait, wait, so, do you think you want to do it soon?
1: Yeah, I'll do it eventually, yeah.
0: What's stopping you, you reckon? Fuck. Public speaking?
1: No, I think I could do public speaking. It's more just like the fact that it's in front of like my old teachers. Like I feel like it sounds weird because I haven't let them down, but it feels like embarrassing for me that.
0: To talk about the.
1: Yeah, how I sort of like tried to just end my life. Yeah. Plus like it would get deep. Like I want to because I know it will help like a year seven student, year eight student, year nine student. Because in high school, we never actually had people talk about like shit.
2: Yeah.
0: 100%. Do you think. That whole idea is you, so like, hmm. trigger warning for people listening, by the way, we should have yeah, yeah, had that. Yeah. that at the start. Um, so do you feel like talking about the suicide and whatnot to your teachers? You don't want to make them feel like they failed you as well? Because I feel like if you're a teacher and your former students telling you that when they've just left your school, you would feel like a sense of, even though it's never their fault, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I get
1: what you mean. Yeah, I had that conversation with my teachers. It'd be They're a hard two. conversation, eh? Hey? Yeah, because they didn't know, and I told them about it. Well, obviously, they saw it on my socials as well. But um, I'll go. guess I'll tell you a story about how I met the two teachers. Yeah, obviously, they were my teachers. But um, Year Seven, Mister Durham was my homeroom teacher, and then I had him in Year Nine. Yeah, Year Nine. So Miss Cotrotti was my homeroom teacher and my Italian teacher, and then Mr. Durham was my PE, PE teacher. Anyway, um, <clears throat> sorry, I'm not crying. <laughs> you can cry, but I don't care. No, I'm not going to. I nearly did. <laughs> no, but um, basically, when I was in high school, I used to wear a blazer all the time, and I had scratches all across here because I used to scratch my arm, and I had cut marks. I still got some. I've cut marks all up my arm, um, from my arm, and that wasn't familiar for boys, especially yeah. in the footy scene or in like a full boy school,
0: yeah, yeah, hundred percent.
1: No boy did it, and I remember it fucking fucked me up for a couple of days because I did it all the time. And one of my maids saw it, yeah, and then he did it because he just wanted to experience it. And it goes back to like I need to be careful what I say because when I was twelve years old, when I oh sorry, I was ten years old when I saw a girl cut herself, and um, I just wanted to experience it because I just wanted to see what it felt like. And then, like, I realized, like, that was like my pain-free sort of thing. Please don't do this. But yeah, yeah, I'll put trigger warnings. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, it was like my pain release. So in school, I would always wear a blazer. And then Miss Catrodie in homeroom, it was freaking summer, bro, and I was wearing a blazer. She's like, "You must be so hot," and I was fucking sweating and shit, bro. It was just like the worst day. I can't remember what happened. Um, but I, like, it was just a shit day. I was sweating. I was wearing my blazer, and she's like. Oh, I take this off, take this off, and she like basically like not force me, but she like just no nah, hundred telling the me to, like, Student's
0: like overheated that she would have yeah. Just she's kinda, like because like, she's like
1: off. full mum vibe, like yeah. trying to take care of you. Like she was the best teacher, and she did this for everyone. It wasn't just me. Yeah. Um. Anyway, she took it off, and then straight away she saw it, but she didn't say anything. She yeah. was more just like. Yeah, yeah. And then, um, she's just like, oh, like, can I talk to you after class? Yeah. And then bro, straight away, my heart just sunk. I was like, yeah, she knows. And then I didn't know what was going to happen. Like I thought I was going to get in trouble. Like so much shit was going through my head, like anxiety and shit. I was like, fuck, 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 fuck. Like she's found out Who's she going to tell. Anyway, everyone left the class. And then she basically spoke to me and she's like, oh, look, um, like I've seen your arm. Um, like, can I help you with anything? Like, do you need to see a psycho- uh, psychiatrist and shit? or oh, psychologist, sorry. Um. And then like she got me with the school psychologist, literally did nothing. School psychologists don't give a fuck, which is like so disappointing. Mm -hmm. Like I remember I was sharing my stories to the psychologist and she gave me nothing. She would sit here like this. Yeah, okay. And that made me even more fucking suicidal. And that's why I stress bro, because there's times where I get DMs where people message me about their suicidal stories. Like I can show you my phone. I get emails literally named suicide. And then people like sharing their stories, Um, they'll just go, I won't say her name, but she basically explained how both her parents just passed away. She's got breast cancer and like she can't afford anything. And I'm just like, fuck, like what can I say to this person? hundred.
2: Like to make
1: sure like they just keep going and like stay strong. But then if I don't reply, I feel like it's my fault if like something happens, which is like, which is not. But just, like, in the moment, you're, like, fuck, like, I need to, it's like. It's a human thing. Yeah, it's just, like, I need to, like, inspire this person, like, help them out in any way. But, um, yeah, basically saw the psychologist, hated it. And then I, like, went crying to my homeroom teacher, Miss Cotrotti. I was, like, fuck, I can't do this. Like, I'm, like, legit about to give up, hey. And then she's, like, oh, like, please come see me after school. We'll just talk for a bit. Just explain everything. And, bro, it was, like, about an hour chat and I just, fucking bore my eyes out mr. Durham was there mr. Trudy was there and I just like let my whole story out so they're the only ones that are, like really know my whole story yeah so um yeah it was tough bro school was tough because I would fucking feel so shit every single day I wouldn't eat and yeah I just hated fucking being there and then the boys would ask me they'd be like oh what happened to your arm and shit cuz bro during footy games it would start to bleed <laughs> My whole arm would be bleeding because like, just so you get a stud mark or
0: something. Yeah, yeah. Or you graze. Yeah. Yeah. Like it could get infected
1: and shit like that, which I was hoping, (laughs) which is fucked. But Mm. yeah. um, Yeah, I don't know.
0: Do you feel like in the absence of your mother, Miss Katrotti was like a real helping, a guiding hand?
1: She was like, besides my my nan, Miss Katrotti was like that sort of mum figure that like I needed in my life. Yeah. And like, it feels like now that I'm older, I feel bad that I sort of put all this on her because she's got her own life. Like at the end of the day, she's a teacher and that's mm. her job. She's not like a psychologist or anything. Yeah. But bro, like, fuck. She, like, she genuinely saved my life and so did Mr. Durham. And he, fucking like, oh, I try not to cry every time I talk about him, bro. Because yeah. like, without them, fuck, I would have proper like been done. Yeah. Like they gave me hope. And that's what I inspire to do, just give people hope. Yeah. So when people look up Caleb Cronius, it's like that's like their hope in a way.
0: Is it, In a way, is everything you do to give back or at least pass on the empathy that they once gave you?
1: Yeah, because I grew up with like no love or anything, bro. Yeah, I like,
0: heard you um, speak about it on Nick's thing.
1: Yeah, not having a mum. Like you just – as a man, bro, like a mum gives that feminine side and then – your dad gives a masculine side. Yeah. So I just grew up being like straight, fuck masculine. And the way like my dad raised me was perfect. Like a couldn't ask a better dad. Basically showed me manners, discipline, um, how to treat women, yeah. how to talk, how to be nice to people, how to fake a smile, even when you're not feeling the best. So he taught me all these things that was like literally perfect. So did my uncle as well. Like making your body a temple, like your body is a temple. Your mind yeah. is the only thing you control. So, um, yeah, like without the mum sort of situation and like the things she used to do to me just like fucked me up, eh?
0: Yeah. It'd be hard, eh, trying to find a female. It's like my mum's very like nurturing, you know, like I can go to my mum and just talk about like anything and like that's the beauty of having that
2: in your yeah, life. Yeah, and like
1: plus it'll make it easy for you to talk to girls as well. Like I struggle to like stay in a relationship, bro, because I'm just so like masculine in a way, which yeah. just like I'm just straightforward, Like, if I don't like something, I'm like, fuck, I hate that. Yeah. Like, I I feel like having that feminine, like, mum side of you, it's sort of like you can relate to them. Yeah. I can't relate to women whatsoever. Yeah, right. Yeah,
0: fuck, I didn't even think about it from that perspective, eh? Interesting. Yeah. Bro, it's crazy how much of an impact good teachers can have on you. Yeah. And isn't it crazy, like when you're in school, you're like, yeah, teachers are fuckwit. And then you look back and then you're like, no, you weren't the worst person in the world. <laughs> my auntie's we a teacher. We just didn't get so, along. Yeah, yeah.
1: My auntie's a teacher, but like you think about <laughs> the teachers you didn't like. Yeah, yeah. But now that you're older, you're like, fuck, I sort of feel bad that I was like such a dickhead, eh?
0: Yeah. You just <laughs> thought, what, you went to Paddy's, eh? Hey?
1: Yeah, I went to Paddy's. For those
0: listening don't know what we're talking about. Patty's an all-boys school, renowned for producing rugby league players. So Patty's is a bit, yeah. Yeah. It'd be hard for a teacher to go to fucking... Patties and work. Oh, just boys just being fuck
1: like... weird. Bro, it was fucked up, eh? Yeah. <laughs> Every like... boy
0: just trying to be like number one, like funniest, strongest. Yeah, bro, it's
1: like a massive ego thing. Yeah. There.
0: How'd you go on footy out there? Did you, is that where you picked up footy at Patties or were you playing it beforehand?
1: So I, um, I played for Glenmore Park with like Sawali and that when I went to Patties. Yeah, yeah. So um, yeah, I basically like made the A grade sides and stuff. Yeah. Played 5'8 at the time.
0: Did you tell those blokes over in uh, like Belmar and uh, blokes, did you tell like Belmar, Tate Brothers and like Sneko and all that, did they? Did you tell them about like the sport, like that you could have been a professional in rugby league?
1: Well, I said rugby league, they thought it was rugby.
0: Yeah, well, much of a muchness, right? Like it's, yeah. They say the same thing. Yeah, yeah, they'd say, you try and explain the difference to them, they have no fucking idea. But like did, did they, like, under, like what did they say to that?
1: Oh, they don't give a fuck. <laughs>
0: No, but like, yeah. But like Tate being like a kickboxer whilst making a lot of money, did he say anything to you about it?
1: No, it doesn't give a fuck.
0: They really don't. No, <laughs> no, 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 I know they don't care, but I'm trying to say like I want – because I was wondering if like Tate would say maybe like, yeah, go fucking conquer the world in sport and money at the same time. You know what no,
1: I mean? I don't think he like – he respects fighting. I don't know if he respects sport.
0: Yeah, I hear what they say about like – um like, if, yeah – yeah, like I, I understand where they're coming from, but like when you have a football club that like represents like your bloodline or something, and it's like so attached to your family name, like my club's Fiorentina, it's like I don't like care like about the ins and outs. Of the club. I don't go deep with it, but like when they play, I watch because it's like it's like my attachment to Italy, right?
1: Yeah, bro. But it's like
0: I understand their point of like how much time people waste on sport. Um, sometimes
1: it is dopamine. It's just like
0: yeah. Oh, bro, it's escape- everything. It's escape. Yeah, it's escape, bro. It's, yeah.
1: Um. I was going to say? But yeah, like that's just like how your life is. Like yeah, everyone's different.
0: How are you going with that? You said you got into it a bit. It's a football.
1: Soccer? Yeah. Fuck, I love it, bro. Yeah. It's mad. I'd rather, I don't watch footy anymore. I just watch soccer.
0: A lot of blokes that give up footy don't watch it.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's funny, eh? It's, bro, like,
1: well, I went to the United and City game.
0: Yeah, we were talking about it last time. You were talking she, about like um, you called Harlan a robot or something?
1: Bro, it was so sick. <laughs>
0: <so laughs> yeah it's different level that that's a massive derby. in
1: london oh uk sorry that shit was fucked up bro like the atmosphere yeah and like i remember i had to put my camera back in the van because i wasn't allowed to bring my camera
0: i was on charge oh thanks bro
1: um so i was allowed to bring my camera <laughs> yeah and then um oh sorry i wasn't allowed to bring my camera i chucked it back in the van and then um <laughs> sorry bro I fucking can't concentrate on like yeah. two different things um yeah, I ran back to the van, I uh, ran back to the stadium and yeah. then the gates were closed, bro, and these motherfuckers like banging on the door like, let me in, motherfucker. Yeah, and like with oh, their UK shit. accent, like, bro, fuck you up, you fucking bastard. Yeah. Let me in. And I was like, bro, I'm talking like thousands of people like trying to rush into the stadium. The security fucking had to move because they just ran in because the game started.
0: Yeah.
1: I was like, fuck, if a footy game starts, you don't really care, but like soccer's like straight into it, eh?
0: With your Greek side, you mentioned ye- when he says, yeah, uh, yeah, it's his grandmother. Um, are you like intact with like the, you, where you're from in Greece?
1: From Kithera. That's an island over there.
0: Football club there or no? Nah, there wouldn't be nah. on an island. Do you?
1: Kithera is a very small island. Have
0: you seen like Greek football? How fucked it is?
1: Yeah. I went to Athens and it's pretty fucked.
0: Bro, it's nuts. They look like the stadium's on fire. You should yeah. go to one of them, man. That'd be cool videography stuff.
1: Bro, next time I go to Athens, I want to make like a docker there. Eh? That'd be so sick. Because yeah. the stadium's like full ruins and shit.
0: Yeah, the stadiums aren't like... But it's cool. They're like, not like, yeah. It's very... um. You can't replicate that. It's like nah. the stadiums tell their own story while they're like sitting there by themselves. You know what I mean? Like you look at a stadium and there's no one in it. you like, so many stories in here. It's so beautiful. <laughs> yeah. Whereas ours are just like these new bullshit fucking ANZ and all that. There's no life to them. You know Besides I mean?
1: Leichhardt, that's the only cool stadium I reckon.
0: Yeah. I like Panther Park, but that's because like... Well, you grew up in Blacktown, but for, like, for, for me, Panther I have Park. all the memories. Like, yeah, Penrith Stadium. I oh, like, yeah, you know what I mean? Like all the That's a cool stadium. stadium actually. Yeah. But they're
1: going to renovate that too. So
0: yeah. Like, I was at Shark Park, that's um, cool. but they're renovating all around it. Really? But yeah, at the start of the year, it was like the OG Shark Park. Now they're renovating all around it. It's all apartments and shit. Don't like it, eh?
1: Shark Park was the first NRL field I ran on and that was yeah. the best field. How was that feeling? Oh, insane.
0: Do you get a similar feeling when you do things with like videography and whatnot that you had with that footy feeling, like peak footy feeling?
1: Oh, it's 10 times better now, bro. Like I'm filming this documentary for Cohen, the boxer. Yeah. And um, just the feeling I get creating a doco for someone else and they watch it as it's like a movie. Just yeah. so cool, bro. Like,
0: How do you tap into that creative side of creating a documentary for someone? Do you like plan it out meticulously or do you have like a like a rough structure in your head and then as you're editing, you're like adding ideas and stuff like that?
1: Yeah, I don't know, bro. I think I'm just at the point like repetition. You sort of just know what you want. Yeah. So like I've studied this for 4 years now and I just like know what shots I need like I always go wide shot, mid shot, close up, detail. That's like the four shots you need and then like if you want to get classy and do like in-camera transitions and shit but I normally keep it like um just really like smooth and inspiring and like just show the raw emotions.
0: Yeah. What would you say your audio is based on as well cuz you like the sound effects? Yeah. Because I reckon that's like a, a lot of people's downfall. It's not the shooting. It's the audio that they managed to put together on it.
1: Yeah. If you can like learn sound effects then your content will level up. Yeah. How
0: that's, did How did you go about learning it? Just freaking.
1: YouTube. Just not even YouTube. Just like watching like movies and shit. Like Oppenheimer, for example, the sound design in that, like I literally write notes when I'm like watching it. Yeah. Because it's like when the, I don't know if you've seen it. Have you seen it?
0: No, I don't watch movies, bro. Oh, shit. Because,
1: uh, like, no, 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 alert. no, fuck, go for it. I, no, I know what it's
0: about. I know what it's about. It's well, about yeah, fucking um, a bomb.
1: Yeah. Well, anyway, when the bomb went off, the whole cinema just went quiet. Like, the you- sound went quiet.
0: <laughs> Sorry, bro. Did you see that guy on TikTok? It was like a mad viral video on TikTok as, like, just before it goes, like as it goes silent, before like the bomb goes off, he farts out loud <laughs> and he's filming it. And bro, he's like, he's trying not to laugh, and then he starts laughing, and the whole cinema's like laughing. I've with, seen it, yeah. yeah. Yeah, fine, maybe. How laugh. bad
1: is it when you like fart in primary school, eh?
0: it <laughs> out. <laughs> if you fart uh, in
1: primary school, you're instantly yeah. bullied for a whole year, bro. It's such uh. like a
0: horrible thing to do, eh? Everyone looks down in your <laughs> primary school for it. Uh, to be that, like if again. you fart
1: in. Primary school, yeah. in class or outside, they're straight away, they're like, Ew.
0: Wow, man. The commotions that would cause a, a disrupt the whole classroom for like an
1: hour. <laughs> and then the teacher will be like, who farted <laughs> in the class? Or who did a fluff? <laughs> yeah,
0: fluff. So with Oppenheimer, sorry. I had to mention that TikTok because it made me laugh out loud. It very rarely happened. Farts
1: are a funny thing, man. Yeah.
0: They're like, bro, they're like the one thing like. So many humans get along with like finding objectively funny. Like if it's in like a real quiet place and someone does it, like so many people laugh. If you want to
1: read the room, <laughs> yeah. chuck a fart, get in, the, get into the room, start a conversation. <laughs>
0: All those young folks listening for a psychology tips and shit. Um, with Oppenheimer, so for those listening, big bomb goes off and it's dead silent. Isn't it like for like two or three minutes,
1: bro? Like two minutes, and like you feel like you're fucking there. And that's what I've learned with video. light,
0: like is it just sheer light, like an actual bomb's gone off?
1: Well, just like the camp, like how the camera shot, the way you like perspective of it and the sound design. It's like you're fucking there. And that's what I've learned with video. And that's why my videos are getting better and better. Because I'm starting to understand like how to make you feel like you're fucking there. So with my documentary, for example, you feel like you're living my life. Yeah. So it's like you put your own shoes in my perspective and you're like, fuck, what would I do in this situation? Like, would I have killed myself or would I've like kept going? Would I even try to commit suicide? Like yeah. so much like things go through your head.
0: Do you watch movies and like Netflix and all that with the intention of just learning rather than like oh, no, watching I don't for watch, downtime? I
1: don't watch Netflix. Um, yeah, right. The only movies I watched like this year was Batman, which is last, re- last year, I think. Yeah. Batman, Oppenheimer, and yeah, that's it.
0: Yeah, right. What, what do you – so when you're like learning, you're just learning on the go. You're not really taking notes off other shit.
1: Bro, just look around, like look around in life and then you start to yeah, like live in your own fucking movie. So it's like for us, for example, like how can I make this cinematic? Yeah. I put a camera there, dim the lights to like have like a side shadow and shit. Like, yeah, so much goes into it.
0: First thing that comes to my mind is like a shot overhead. I don't know why. I don't know. Those give like mad perspective, like how close people are, like an overhead shot rather than like that. You know That'd what I mean? That'd be cool to have in here, eh?
1: Yeah. To start the podcast, it's like.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, th- I think it'd be cool. Um, Did you ever watch War Dogs?
1: Is that the. Johnny, it's oh, about the guys oh, right, who yeah. were trading guns
0: illegally yeah, during the actual sick. Iraqi war. It's a Like a true story, which is fucked. Which is fucked, yeah. Um, and they go through like the triangle of death, it's called. Yeah. But there's a shot in that where Jonah Hill's in the office and he's like learned how much money Forgive me, man. Paraphrasing. It's something about like the amount of money they're gonna make or something. And then there's like an overhead shot of just him like relaxing into his chair. Yeah, and, and just, I yeah. never forgot about it, Day, eh? Like never forgot about it. I know it. what shot you're talking about. Yeah, and he looks like a fucking donut. He's that fat in the movie. But like I was watching that, I was like, holy shit. And um, yeah, even like cause I just do videos for fun for like a few of my mates have businesses now. So I just go in there even just with my iPhone, just go, yeah, we'll cook this up. And um, yeah, it all comes from like movies back in the day, even though I don't watch them anymore. Or like watching some of your content or like Nick Air's content. I just take like shots in my head and then just go from there. Yeah. Do you have a similar process?
1: Yeah, it's good to like get inspired by other people. Yeah. Me and Nick have like a whole different style. Yeah, 100 have Like his more like effects and shit like that, with yeah. 3D as well. Probably watching him do it, he, he probably uses Blender as well, so. Yeah, what's Blender? I
0: don't know. Oh, I just like. A program yeah software, yeah. It's like yeah. manually maker in cities and Do shit. Do you have any direction uh directors that you kind of like have an affinity for?
1: Christopher Nolan. Like he's that, like his movies, bro, just insane. I'm
0: pretty sure he got, no, nah, what's Cornfield, fuck, what's Cornfield Chase from? Interstellar by accident. Yeah, he,
1: no, he made the Cornfield. Like he literally grew the cornfield.
0: No, 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 no. But like he got that movie by accident. Someone yeah, like. Yeah, yeah, he did. Yeah.
1: yeah. He was like second choice or some shit. And yeah. Then
0: he, so he was brotherless with someone and they didn't want to do it. So he was like, I'm pretty sure his brother gave it to him. Like, oh, there's this script that like no one wants to take on. Do you want it?
1: Because then um, he hit up Ham Zemmer to do like the soundtrack before the movie even yeah. started. Then when he finished it, there's a clip of him being like, well, we better start the movie now, huh? Yeah, it's bad. <laughs> Bro, how good is that soundtrack? What well,
0: Cornfield Chase,
1: like just the whole soundtrack of yeah,
0: like, doo, doo. yeah. I notice you post stuff like that, like M eighty three Solitude,
1: bro. So like my um, what I listen to is just straight instrumental. Yeah, I'm the weirdest motherfucker, bro. Like, I can put on a song and envision a whole. Like that's how I manifest as well. I can envision like my whole life every time I listen to a song.
0: See, I can envision video clips when I listen to songs. Yeah, like you and know, how like, I do it, but not my like. I don't like put it on me. You know what I mean,
1: bro. Try to, it's insane. Yeah. So like, I listen. If I listen so like rude, one
0: four. What am I gonna? <laughs> oh
1: man. <laughs>
0: I love no. Nah, I love hip hop. That's my fucking thing. But yeah, like, fair. Um,
1: whatever gets you going, man. Like if you go in gym and shit, I like, just pump out.
0: Yeah. No, nah, I'll start to do. That. I do enjoy listening like Cornfield Chase and stuff like that because I do imagine like if I was a director, how would I? With songs like that, instrumentals I should say, like the stuff you post your thing to, you can pick up your phone if you want, bro. No stress. Um, uh, yeah, I always try and imagine like how would I try and make content. How would you get that this shot? Yeah. And like how would I portray this song with the justice it deserves? You know what I mean? Like something so beautiful. Yeah. You do that. You did that well with solitude or something.
1: I love that song, bro. That's my favorite song. Is it? Is that
0: the one where it's like it looks got like I you've forgotten?
1: Feeling this. Bow, bow.
0: <laughs> Is that the one where you posted? It's like it looks like you've forgotten who you are or something. Wait,
1: hey, which one is it? The... You know that like
0: audio where it's got the like the girl. It's like it looks like you've forgotten who you are, and you posted like a mad clip to it. Sorry, audio. Um, audio fucked up on our end. We'll try and figure something out. Yeah, so
2: that
1: Subscribe. Yeah,
0: that sound and like test and recognize. When yeah, you listen yeah. to them first time you hear them, you just go like, fuck, I know what I want to do with that. You know what I mean? Is that yeah, what especially with
1: my own content. I'm like, okay, I can fucking make something cool here. Yeah. So, yeah.
0: When are you going to get back to making new shots? Because I see shit and I feel like I've seen it before. Oh, you see it all the time. When you post new stuff, bro, I'm like, oh, fuck it. I'm so, I'm so intrigued.
1: But that's the thing. Like I'm sort of like staying low key now. Yeah. And then one day I just buy like a fucking massive house, buy a Lambo and shit. And then everyone's like, what the fuck? Yeah. So it's like, I'm trying to stay low key for now.
0: Yeah. Do you think you, with Lambo's right, this is my question, because you're in that money space now. Um. Do you actually want to own a Lamborghini because you like the car because it's a sign of your wealth?
1: Oh, I love the car, bro. Okay. You have no idea. like. Yeah. You can do, oh, in Dubai. Do you reckon, do
0: you reckon that's because of the, your upbringings and like how, much of a unicorn it is, if you know it. Like when I say uni, when I say unicorn, it's like how elusive, like it is.
1: Well, I just love adrenaline too and the fear of death.
0: How'd you get driving it in Dubai? Oh
1: I've fucking! Flo- I've driven Lambos before, so yeah. I was just fucking flooring it, bro. How fast? Like I got to two hundred and ten, <laughs> oh, bro. I was on like the main roads too. My mates were shitting and I got so many clips. I'm just like on my phone. I'm like,
2: nah, nah.
1: <laughs> my mates like, slow down, slow down. What did your dad say? oh, he doesn't give a fuck. He's like, oh, sick.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> is it is it crazy for you? Do you speak to your dad about it that often? Like the life you live now?
1: Me and my dad talk all the time. So no. it's like, fuck, how do I explain it?
0: Or like your family at large even. Is it crazy for them to see you go from Maccas to YKTR, which that's a big jump for like a, an average human, right? In like videography. That was a massive jump for then to you to go to like that next level. It's been crazy for like, say your uncle, right? Maybe that's a good example for him to sit there and be like, whoa, look at this kid go. Like, look at my nephew go.
1: Yeah. My uncle's always believed in me. Yeah. And um, it's, nice. they, you know, it's actually cool because my uncle had a nickname for me when I used to play footy. He used to call me Showtime.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, Because he's like, be the entertainment, like be the fucking star. So he used to call me Showtime because it's like every time before the game starts before kickoff he would always tell me to be like just say to yourself it's showtime and then boom
0: yeah have a crack
1: so yeah i think my uncle's happy i don't know he's going through a tough time right now my family's going through a tough time right now because like my nan passing away and shit sorry to hear Nah, it affected him a lot because he lived with her yeah and he was taking care of her so like yeah it'd be tough on him but i love my uncle like he taught me a lot about women um like how to treat my body um, he always, got, he got me into like martial arts and shit when I was younger too. So
0: yeah. How are you going training um, Muay Thai?
1: I love it. I'm going to start doing jujitsu soon. I just need to like get all my shit done. Like I'll sell my clothing. I'll just do one drop and that's it. Yeah. Um, and I'll probably do something next year, like mid year.
0: Do you want to do a fight?
1: Yeah, bro. Like full MMA.
0: I think it'd be very inspirational for you to do something so noble.
1: I think I need it, bro.
0: Yeah. Kind of balance it out type of thing.
1: Just all my traumas just building up, like it'd be a mad way to just release my shit.
0: <laughs> yeah, a lot of a lot of you fucking bro, James was talking about his story. I don't want to say it, but James? just like Tahuna, the UFC fighter oh, yeah, yeah. That I mentioned, he was the first like uh, male from Aotearoa to ever represent the UFC. Um, he was talking about like how fucked his upbringing was, and yeah. that that came out in fighting. He doesn't even like UFC, like he doesn't even watch it. He doesn't even like care for it. He did it because it was like his escape, and he was just fucking good at it. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. And it'd be good for you to like get like get into a space where you can like vent it out. You know what I mean?
1: Well, it's good as well because like I look at Bam Bam and shit, for example, like he used to play rugby league. yeah. And like with the leg kicks, because like footy was such a leg driven sport, like you always got to drive tackling shit. Especially
0: as a fullback when you're getting fucking returns. And yeah. You know, just driving drive straight through. to the line. Yeah. Like one
1: on fucking 10. So like when I like kick, bro, my kicks are pretty powerful, which is sick. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm just going to, like, I'm, fuck, I'm five months into it. Every single day I'm trying to love it, bro. Like, I'm just getting better and better. It's like fucking skating. It's like cliff jumping. It's like just building up to getting better.
0: Do you still do the cliff jumping thing? Oh,
1: fuck. It's been ages, bro.
0: Because that's what you got famous for originally. I yeah. Reckon. Yeah. It
1: was those listening,
0: the... he used to jump off. The, uh, I used to be a cliff jumper, believe it or not, at my weight. I used to go to Watson's Bay, bro. You told me, bro. In yeah. The last you know Tyler Rangie? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, bro. Tyler was there. Tyler will vouch for us. I'm pretty sure he listens. Bro, Tyler Rangie was there and I knew him just because he's from Penrith, or whatever. And he was like, he was like the, so like that first content you made of like cliff jumping and shit, that, that's where I first saw you. Tyler's like, OG of that, right? Oh, sick. It's the first guy I saw. Like he'd have his GoPros and shit there. And he had like two of his mates with him. And I remember I rocked up to Watson's Bay once and they're all standing on the edge. They're like, Oh, like it's pretty like big or whatever. Bear in mind I was fifteen. Now it's like it's not that big. It's still big. big. <laughs> yeah, but like, like it's at twenty three. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like at fifteen, bro. I could have told you it was twenty meters or something, right? It's like I think it's like six or eight. But like, it's cause it's straight into the ocean. It's so scary. And there's that rock. But I just kind of like looked over and saw the rock. And then I like chucked another rock in. And I was like, Oh fuck it. Like I just I just took my clothes off and just went. And they were just like, What the fuck? And I used to do it and then I saw your content where you're doing the um the, what's it called when you go forward and you do the backflip? Oh, like
1: gainers and shit. Oh,
0: stupid. And then you did Kaima, didn't you? Jump in blowhole.
1: That's how I made the news.
0: How did, did you jump in, or were you in it?
1: Yeah. So I don't know what we were thinking. My mate Nathan jumped in there, before, like he didn't jump in the blowhole, uh, blow blowhole, but he jumped on the cliff. So the cliff was eighty or seven foot, uh, seventy foot or eighty foot on the other side.
0: So for those listening, that'd be like twenty plus meters.
1: Yeah, yeah. So we were like just cliff jumping that. And then we saw the blowhole just shooting up. So my mate Tristan's like full daredevil, bro. Like fucking lights his hand on fire. That's how I like learn. He's playing footy overseas, eh? No, 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 not tri- the, another Tristan. Oh, right. <laughs>
0: yeah, he's. I know. I'm mates with his stepbrother, the I was talking about. <laughs> yeah. yeah, right.
1: Yeah, fuck. I miss him. Yeah. But um, Tristan hotter. He's um short, little short guy. Yeah. So um, yeah, we saw it shoot up, and we're like, fuck it. Like, imagine we just jumped in there, and it just blew. As we jumped in. Don't work like that. <laughs> bro, we jumped in and I'm like, for me, like I didn't, I waited the whole time. Yeah. So when I went, bro, I can just remember it so visually. There was like fucking 40 cops. There was like three, uh, 30 fucking ambulances and shit. Like it was a crazy amount. Like I'm not even taking the piss. Yeah. You can watch it on the news. It was like $200,000 of taxes. <laughs> there was like two helicopters, <sighs> two rescue boats. So me and my ex-girlfriend at the time, I was like, fuck jump in jump in jump in bro! i just jumped and the, it was like a movie scene bro the water just went <laughs> shot up as i jumped i was like what the fuck <laughs> this is so sick mm-hmm. and then um my ex-girlfriend didn't jump in <laughs> she just like walked around good on her yeah <laughs> and then me and my mates at the bottom so me nathan bryce and tristan were all down the bottom we're like what the fuck like we're going to jail boys <laughs> how'd you get out it was a massive climb, and the rocks were like really sharp too.
0: Yeah, because when you, when the water escapes, it when you're at Kayama and you can like look in, the rocks don't look like it well, looks like it it's like hurts. heaps of rocky under it's there. It's fucked.
1: To get up, it was like that. Yeah. But um, yeah, I remember trying to get up in the water because the water like shoots and like goes back, like the swells so bad. Yeah, yeah. To try to time the rock to get up was so tough as well. Yeah. Like there's points where you're like, fuck, I'm gonna drown, eh. <laughs> Yeah, bro. And you don't want to go too far to the blowhole. You're just going to get stuck in there.
0: Yeah. For some God-given reason, right? Growing up in the mountains, you don't have many spots to swim. So my dad made me swim for like all my childhood because he was a good swimmer. He grew up in being a first-generation immigrant. They didn't know how to swim, but he took it upon himself to learn. Sick. And he made me learn to swim. So, bro, when we went to Bronte one day, and so like say you're walking from Bondi to Bronte, you know you come around like how Bronte's like real in like a bay there's like that bend there. Yeah. You can jump off there. But when you jump off at this at this point, don't do it if you're listening and you're dumb and stupid and young like I was. I was 21. I wasn't that young. But um, you have to wait for the water.
1: To shoot up.
0: No, like to come. Yeah, to hit the rock for it to be deep enough. Because yeah. if you jump, if I, especially my weight back then, if shallow. I jump, I fucking just bottom out, right? So like, but there was these two local kids in full wetsuits and everything. And you know what they're like? They're like, bro, they're like, they're like, it sounds like, I don't know, they the way they can climb and everything, they're just like it's nuts, bro. They can just get onto these rocks and they they're being locals, they just scale up it like it's nothing. So I'm thinking like I can most probably climb out and there's this rock there and you gotta jump out and then i I'll jump when the water a perfect jump and then I'm I'm like going back towards a rock and it's just all like um like oysters and shit. Or not like oysters, you know what I'm saying? Like all those um ah like shells that stick to the rock. I'm going like fuck. So I had to swim all the way back into Bronte Beach. Fine, I'm a good swimmer, but it was it was hard. I thought I could drown at some point. My mate Tom jumps in, and then he's thinking like, oh, like I'm – like Fax is a pretty big boy, so like he'll, he's will he gone. Now. He's got to go out and come back in. Tom's like, oh, I'll just do what the kids did. Right, he got up and then he just slammed him against the wall like twice and his foot just fully cut open and everything. And these kids are just like walked off like nothing's happened and we're trying to get like Tom out. That's was crazy. And that's just at Bronte Beach, small jump. And then there's an Asian fisherman to my left. And he pulled out a Port Jackson, which is a shark.
1: Wait, sorry. I know what spot you're talking about now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah. guy that
0: stands on the point. He's an icon. He has this big fuck off rod. It's flimsy as shit. And he pulled in like a Port Jackson shark, which is like that big. Like whilst I'm swimming in there. Sh- oh,
1: I know what spot you're talking about because it's like the little like it's like curved a bit. Yes. Yeah. 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 Then got you gotta swim around. You can imagine
0: how big I, like I was I had I was like 15 kilos heavier. So like you I have had, to
1: wait for the perfect, yeah, I know and
0: you. you have to like feather in. You know what I'm talking yeah. about? Where you gotta like banana? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, the life I once lived. Yeah. And you fuck give, doing that now though. Oh no, nah, don't do any of that shit. You know Mini Haha? Ha?
1: Yeah, yeah. That's I love that spot.
0: Yeah, it's Katoomba right? So it's That's like,
1: how I got the YKTR job.
0: Yeah, that's a crazy shot you have there, bro.
1: Of um my mate Nick. Like I jump next to him with the GoPro. And yeah. Then, Isn't that the one
0: where your, fa- your face is facing it as well? I did And the, you've got YKTR on?
1: Yeah, I did like the backflip, yeah. Yeah,
0: that's a nuts jump to do. For those listening, Katoomba's the top of the Blue Mountains and Mini Hahas in the bottom of the valley, but it's like a massive waterfall in. But I'd say what, like a six, seven meter jump off a ledge near it?
1: Yeah, and then there's the waterfall as well. You jump off as well.
0: You can jump off the waterfall, but it's, the, waterfall's the waterfall's sketchy. S- I nearly died doing that. Yeah, because like, you can slip. Obviously in the water. But like
1: when you jump, like you have to jump. And I didn't really jump that far. I was like, yeah. holy shit, I'm going to die. I'm gonna die. <laughs> yeah,
0: it's fine. You know who did that? There was a guy back in the day and he used to jump off. Fuck, do you know who I'm talking about? That guy on YouTube, bro. And he used to upload with like oh, weird- Chase Ford. No, no, no. Not adrenaline addiction. I oh, know him. Completely different guy. He used to jump off like the, into like tiny pools from like stupid heights. Oh
1: yeah, I know. He talked about it. what's his
0: name. And, but he'd upload it with like no, like a weird title. You know what I mean? Or he'd just upload like Santa Monica jump. And he got like, I was watching, yeah, there was that guy, and he accidentally did that once. He bottomed out, broke his tailbone. But yeah, it's crazy, eh? Life you once lived. Oh. It's that man, adrenaline, you man. You chase that feeling. I never did what you did. I just kind of did like safer spots. Bronte yeah. was my.
1: Bronte's is like pretty.
0: That was my one encounter where I was like, but I, I was a good swimmer. But yeah. I um that was my one encounter where I was like, oh fuck, like, you're actually in trouble. You know what I mean? The like swell there's fucked. Yeah. Like, and you're you gotta pick a good day. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to think of other. Rock jumps I used to do. Jelly Bean. Jelly Bean when I was 15, bro. So you have the RAF base in Glenbrook, right? So there's guys that live there like army blokes. There was these two guys like in the 20s. They're jacked as shit. So they're like me, Tom, Harry Youngman and Jimmy Jam, I think. Shout out to you. We're sitting on top of the rock and we're just jumping off normally like doing like catching the footy and stuff. Nothing crazy. These guys are doing front flips and back flips and shit. And Harry Youngman is like real skinny at the time and they're like talking to him and Harry's like intrigued and they're like, Bro, you can do it like we'll teach you. You just got to tuck your head and go over and so they're running Harry through like the whole thing, right? These two guys like 20, 23 or whatever. We're 15. But I don't I'm not saying a word. I'm just standing at the top of the rock just like looking around. And there's like turtles around, so I was looking for them. And then I was just so I kind of got to the top of the rock and I was listening to them enough and I was like, "Fuck, I'll just do a front flip, whatever, it'll be cool." So I jumped to flipped. I didn't rotate. I landed on my back from the top of Jelly Bean and I have water ripples in my back like for 2 days. It was the worst thing I've ever done in my life. I thought That's I died wild. when I hit the water. It's... I still remember.
1: It a... Is that your first time you cliff jumped? I saw really a cliff, right? J- Jellybean's like
0: two or three meters, yeah, but like being 15 and just like not really exposed to that environment.
1: The second, like the first ever gainer I did was um, Worrywood Blowhole. Pretty sure it's like a 20 meter jump.
0: All you new, I'm just realizing, all your new followers would have no idea, but there'd be a few blokes listening right now. They'd be all so G'd up yeah. to live like that, bro. What do you reckon? <laughs> like?
1: Most of my followers are from like. Europe, America, London yeah. and shit. That's not really like the crazy scene. What
0: do you reckon? Like blokes from Sydney, 20 I'd say like 2016 to 2019, 2020 was like the peak for all this. Yeah, Worrywood, by do know what you're talking about.
1: Yeah, peak, yeah, definitely those years.
0: And what happened at Worrywood?
1: Oh, I got a video of it, like it was my first ever tr- like attempt over a gainer. Yeah. But I full sent it. I just went, whoosh, landed on my rib, nearly broke my rib.
0: Yeah, did you go sideways? Yeah, I landed sideways. Yeah, it's weird how that happens, eh? Oh,
1: it's because I bailed. Yeah, right. But, um, got back up. Like you swim through this little cave, got back up. Then I like landed the next one.
0: Yeah, mad. So yeah. That's most probably why you got good at them because you confronted was, it there on the spot.
1: Well, I was like sort of used to the pain too. So I was like, fuck it. I can get hit yeah. in footy. I can get hit by water. Like, fuck it.
0: <laughs> did you do Guatemala?
1: Yeah, yeah, that one was fun.
0: Yeah. Two doubles off that and shit. How big's that? I never went there.
1: What a molar, I think like eight meters, 10 meters. Yeah. What? What's the biggest you did? Uh, 80 foot. My mate did a hundred foot. My mate Bryce. What the fuck did he not die? Bro, did a backflip. So majestic, eh? Hey? Like he literally just went like oh, Assassin, assassin like Creed type one shit. One big backflip. Bro, Assassin Creed. Like to time that.
0: Yeah. Insane. That's living, A. Eh? Like that's oh. just
1: like that full. Bro, he like full. Where him. is that at? Wedding Cake Rock? No, um, fuck. Unfortunately, you know what, a lot of people have died there. I forgot what it's called though. Do you know what I'm talking about? Wedding Cake Rock? That, I know like, Wedding Cake smooth, Rock. Smooth. It's um, Mermaid Pool, I think it's called. Is that Mermaid? In Liverpool. It's like that massive pool. There was like a rope swing. There was like three different jumps. Yeah, right. And you yeah. jumped off there. Fucking hell. Where was your big jump at? Kyama. Kyama was my biggest. Because I stopped after Kyama. Because footy saw it and I got in trouble from footy. So
2: Yeah,
0: it's crazy. It's not that long ago, 2021,
1: isn't it? Yeah, no, nah, it's not. A, fuck, two years ago.
0: Life's changed, man.
1: Do you struggle to keep up with the pace you're going at? Bro, people even come though up, you're
0: setting your own pace, you know what I'm saying? Like Yeah,
1: people come up and they're like, fuck, remember when you did this? I was like, holy shit, I forgot I played footy, to be honest. Like, yeah.
0: Do you struggle with like setting the pace? But
1: yeah, bro, especially with my memory. Like
0: <laughs> Yeah. Always forget shit. Because you got so much going on. Well, especially because
1: like I sort of put this weird thing on myself where like I've learned everything from Tate and shit. Sort of disappointment if I didn't become rich.
0: Yeah, but do you realize they did shit in their early twenties? Not Belmar, but Tates. They like they lived their life before all this stuff. They're in their mid thirties, aren't they?
1: Yeah, but
0: Yeah, I don't know. No, I know what you're saying, right? But do you understand what I'm saying? Like they like that like they were disciplined, but like they also like
1: They were broke doing yeah, kickboxing and shit. Yeah,
0: yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like they like their early twenties, they weren't chasing as much money as you were. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, even Luke Belmar, I'm pretty sure, got rich around like 25 or 24
0: 25 yeah it's an interesting thing eh?
1: but like i want to be rich by next year like i want to
0: hit well, like, it, some people you are rich we should clarify that what was that to so some people you already are you know what i mean
1: yeah it's I understand yeah yeah see for that's you, another thing bro like i made fucking no money last year i was on a 50k salary yeah and now i'm like triple that shit yeah <laughs> and it's like not enough you'll start to realize like do you that, think it could ever be enough nah that's the thing, though. Like the game never ends.
0: I think it would for me. There's enough money where I can understand that. Like you see with Rogan, man, he understands like the amount of money he's worth, but he's he places his emphasis on like going camping with his mates. And, oh, like, I still do that. Like, yeah, yeah, do you know what I mean? But I don't really like care a, about
1: materialistic things.
0: No, no, for sure. But I feel like maybe a lot of young men get concerned with like doing materialism over just the actual experience of life. Do you feel like that can sometimes get in the way of like
1: Nah, because I spend my money on dumb shit. Like I spend freaking – how much have I spent on traveling this year?
0: It's not dumb at all.
1: Well, yeah, it's like an investment too.
0: It's just life, man. Yeah. Well, I think of
1: it like if I travel, like that's still content for me. So it's basically work. I get it back on tax too.
0: What's your most profound experience traveling so far? That man? What was that? That man that you gave money to?
1: Oh, I film – I I didn't film all the videos. I spent like $500 on just – random people I've given my followers like a hundred dollars just to comment on my post. Yeah. Um, fuck what was my best? I think no, actually no, this was recently in Dubai when we were driving the Lambos, it was like a thousand dollars to drive it a day. And we had it for like five days. So it was like a 20 K trip or some shit like that it was fucking ex- like pretty expensive. But, um, we stayed there for eight days and the security down the bottom, like Dubai is known for like a lot of slaves. So basically this guy was like shitting himself. He's like, oh, bro, like, I don't know if I can get in the car. Like, am I get in trouble and shit? I was like, bro, like just fucking rev
0: it. Is and this a security guard?
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Bro, like never experienced it, but he always sees these cars. Yeah. I was like, bro, fuck it. Like just drive around the block and bro, he just revved it. And he's like, oh. and he's like so happy, bro. And he's like, brother, thank you thank you thank you. I was like, motherfucker, I'm having the same experience as you. Hey, like. Yeah.
0: <laughs> That's mad, bro. That's yeah. mad that like. It's good that you understand like the power f- of like what your money can give to other people, you know, like that yeah. experience. Well, itself. I want to
1: give back. Like every time I make money, I'd normally just give it away. Yeah. Like I've done some dumb shit with my money, that's for sure. Like I haven't really.
0: What do you think is a lesson you can learn from the amount of money you've made and dumb decisions you've made that other people can learn
1: from? <laughs> Don't. Like 100K is not that much money. So I made that my first month. Yeah. Bro, I spent that shit quick. Like on what part? If you don't mind me asking. Fucking Vietnam, Philippines, Bali was a... Where the fuck were you staying? Uh, we got like most of the hotels for free because I'm a videographer. Like me yeah. and my mate know how to get shit for free. But it was more like I paid for the girl that came with me. I paid for her whole trip. Um, I was giving money away through Vietnam and shit. I'll never do that again. That's for sure. How come? Never pay for like a girl's trip. Oh,
0: right. I was about to say, is it, is it the money thing. I was like, fuck.
1: I'll pay for a videographer to come with me. Yeah. But like the girl's meant to model for me. But just fucking... Yeah, it yeah. just was like drama and shit so fuck that yeah right unless it was my girlfriend i'd happily pay for that but yeah um yeah just like giving my money away like fucking giving my mates money to just help me film easy shit. i just felt like i wanted to like help them yeah when i should just be like focusing on me for now yeah because be yeah bro 100k is literally nothing yeah which sounds weird to say bro like if you think about it for me personally
0: yeah because, yeah, because you come from Marion, eh? Yeah, like literally. Explain Sean. Explain to someone who doesn't know what Marion is. Explain to them what, it is, what it's like.
1: Well, Marion is probably like, I would say there's Shelby. Is it Shelby? Yeah, Shelby. Shelby? Yeah. Mount Druitt.
0: Oh,
1: I'd Go Blacktown. Blacktown Marion looks like the same fucking thing. Yeah,
0: Doonside. Doonside.
1: That was right next to Marion as well. Yeah. So like Blacktown, Marion, Doonside was like all the same and bro like i remember i went there the other day to film for the doco but i remember walking to school every day it was like a 10 minute walk because the train station was right there on my street so i'd walk down to the train station i'd walk past all these houses i'm like fuck i do not want to live here anymore yeah and this was when i was like 14 and shit in high school i would just walk past all these shit houses i used to go for runs and shit and marrying was tough for me too because my step i knew where my stepdad lived i knew like my best friend died here um like, my best mate lived down the road from me too. Like, it was just a bunch of, like, yeah of my childhood that I just was just stuck in. Yeah. So when, like, we moved out to this new house, bro, like, got, like, this whole garage, which is my studio. Like, I film everything in there. I've got, like, my own room. Then I've got, like, my own clothing room. My brother's got, like, his side of the house. I've got my dad, like, he's got his house, like, side of his house. Yeah. So it's just a massive house, bro. And then, like, my dog's fucking... Like just living the life too. So yeah, that's sick. it's cool, man.
0: Speaking about your brother, um, he hasn't that like hasn't come up much at all in your story. From what I've listened to, from like I think I've listened to you on three or four different podcasts by now. The Have I mentioned him? Yeah, he gets mentioned, but like no, I don't talk about
1: it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With my brother, it's so weird, bro, because like we don't talk to each other. Yeah. Um, but the way I see it is like he went, he saw everything when we were younger. Yeah. So like. When I was younger, for example, um, when my dad had custody of my brother, he would pick my brother up from my mom's house. But because like I didn't have custody of my dad, I didn't even know my dad was my dad because my mom would tell me like that's not my dad. Like my stepdad was my dad. So every time my dad picked him up, I'd be banging on the doors like crying like take me, take me. And then my me and my brother were really close throughout like primary school and shit. Because um, we were all he had, like we had, it was just yeah. me and him. And I just used to bang on the door crying because like I was left alone with a guy that monster literally like proper monster, like would fucking do anything he wanted. Um, And I just felt unsafe, bro. I just didn't like, I don't know how to explain my story, man. It was just so, it was just a fucking like horror movie basically. Yeah. And um. yeah, I think my brother just saw most of the times, oh fuck, I'll share this one moment. I won't go into too much detail, but it's funny that I'm a filmmaker. So when I was younger, I was about four or five years old. Yeah. Um, My mom filmed me to, cause my dad was trying to get custody of me. So they're going to, through court and shit. She would fucking take me far away, try to hide me from the police and stuff. So like my dad couldn't see us and shit. My dad set up like a full fucking five, five year birthday for me to see all my friends and shit. Yeah. Everyone was there but me. And my dad was just like, "Fuck." My dad just like, I don't know, bro. Like he just felt so shit. Um, during school, uh, my dad would like drop me off to school when I was a kid. Yeah. But because my mum like made up all these lies about my dad, um, oh fuck, I'm going off track. Sorry, I'll go back to the story. So, my mum used to film me when I was a kid, and there was a couple of things I can't go into too much detail because I'll save that for like the right time. Yeah. But she used to film me and I had to like hump a teddy bear. And I used to say like my dad did this to me. And I used to like hold up signs and shit. Yeah. So then like the court could believe like what she was saying. Um, Sorry to hear that, brother. Nah, that's all right. And there was a time where she like involved my nan and my uncle where she said that they tied me to the pool fence and whipped me. It was just like all these lies, bro. And um, I basically just had to explain that it was them on video. So it's funny that I'm a videographer now, but yeah. Um, So yeah, through all that period, like when my dad would drop me to school, like he'd be like, he told me the story the other day. He's like, it was so tough for him because all the mums and shit would talk shit about him because he would look like a pedophile and shit. And like, he'd look like a child basher and stuff. So like, imagine being my dad, bro, literally innocent man, nearly lost his life, nearly went to jail because of his own son. Yeah.
0: not because of you
1: it's not because of me but like you know what I mean yeah um but yeah fuck I can't imagine what it was like for him like imagine walking into a school no one believing you no one wanting to talk to you you're basically like a monster to everyone when it wasn't even him yeah the only person that backed me in that primary school um when I first joined there was the principal Mr. McLennan he fucking gave me school uniform because my mom didn't give a fuck about me so he gave me school uniform every time I rocked up to school um, it's quite embarrassing, but I repeated kindergarten as well. Yeah, because um, I just never went to school because I was always in the police station and like through the court and stuff like that. So I found it hard to like live a normal life, bro. I've always felt weird, and I've always felt like so isolated. Yeah, but I was always like the happy kid, the yeah, one yeah. like smiling all the time. And that's one thing I've learned about psychology is like sometimes the most happiest people are the saddest. Yeah. And that's why people like when I tell them like I was suicidal before I posted on Instagram, no one would have a fucking idea that I was being serious. So yeah, like growing up with all that shit. Um, yeah, I don't know, bro. I've got like a massive story. I just can't wait to share it one day. Yeah. I just can't seem to fucking say it. I don't know why. I just can't it's s- hard,
0: bro. It's hard. Yeah. And They're like crazy just... experiences. They're not normal at all.
1: Yeah. But like there's so many stories, man. Um but yeah.
0: I'm sure you'll be able to tell – well, you're the only person who can tell it. And so you'll be able to – and you being a videographer means you can –
1: Well, that's why I want to make a, a movie one day. So it's like you can literally experience what I went through. And I'm not even saying like my life was that – like it was bad. But like it's not as bad as like some people that don't even get food and shit. Yeah. So it's like I'm grateful for the life I had. I'm grateful for the family I've had. Because some people don't even get what I had. Yeah. Like I went to a fucking private school. Yeah. So it's not like I fucking come from like literally nothing. Even though my dad – Worked overtime, like he's a truck driver. It was just him raising me. He would work overtime to fucking afford my school and shit. So that's another thing, like why I want to make money. Like
0: retire, dad.
1: Yeah, bro. Just imagine having like a stash of just a million dollars right in front and just being like, take this. Yeah. Be insane. I hope
0: you buy him assets and don't give him cash because cash will depreciate. You know that, right?
1: Well, like with the oh fuck, we don't have to get too deep into it, but like the currency is. Yeah, true. Are you learning a lot about money now? I study it all the time.
0: Good stuff, man. I started to learn a lot over the past few years.
1: Well, if you want to make money, you need to know money.
0: Yeah, 110%. It's funny like what you grow up or like just when you grow up in school, they just teach you like save money. You learn about like assets and just how you make money flow and like how like the rich don't, like they don't have that money. It's not like that. just the way they make money move essentially. So fascinating to me. I'm still learning so much. I'm very much a student of it. I'm not ready to embark on. Um, some of the adventures of the rich I've seen, but I think one day I might. You know what I mean? It's very interesting stuff.
1: Yeah. See, I was just lucky, man. I got to experience that shit. Yeah,
0: you're not lucky, bro. You earned that.
1: Yeah, but um, what was I gonna say?
0: Like we said earlier, four years of dedication towards it. Yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah, it's not luck. It's fucking. Yeah. It's like when people say crypto's lucky. It's not. Yeah. It's like you need to fucking actually study crypto. It's not yeah. easy. But um, what was I gonna say? Um, yeah, it was just like understanding money, where it comes from, like. What's the value of money? Why do you want money? Like Luke used to ask me all these questions, and I would have no answer. I'd be like, "Oh, oh like fuck, yeah. I don't know. Where does money come from? Fuck, I don't know. What is money? I don't know." Yeah. So it's like there's so much like into detail stuff. Do that you detach
0: yourself out. from the amount of it now? What do you mean, like? You know, like a lot of people attach themselves to the amount. Like they get so sort infatuated of on like a thousand or five hundred or ten thousand. Oh yeah. Do you just? You just go like, you know what you're doing. You're just like, yeah, whatever. Like this is, I know what to do with this amount of money now. I'm like.
1: Bro, it's just numbers on a screen. Yeah. Like I think of it as like GTA when like you just get money in the top corner. Yeah. It's literally like that. Like don't even look at it. Just fucking. Stack it. Yeah. And it's all a mindset thing too. Like I fuck around with my mates, but every time like we pay for shit, I'm just like, oh yeah, it's pocket money.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. it's it's just
1: numbers, bro. Like just fucking believe you can and you can really.
0: Yeah. Do you plan on starting a lot of businesses over the next few years
1: yeah, so um, I'm really dialing into my university. I'm gonna make a YouTube video soon on trying to make like 100k in a week. Yeah, so I'm gonna do that. Um, so with my documentary, by the way, so my YouTube channel, yeah, which will be like a huge part of my life. Yeah,
0: you've already got like a k on it or something.
1: I deleted all my vlogs. Oh, my right. vlogs used to have a years. views. So, um, my first video is gonna be my documentary. Yeah, my second video will be my clothing brand. Third video will be like how I make a hundred thousand dollars in a week. Um, next one will be like traveling, and then it'll basically just be like a whole journal of my life.
0: Yeah, man. Good shit, bro. That'd be awesome. It'd be sick, yeah. I'm keen to see that stuff. Right, you come a long way, eh? So have you, man? Yeah, bro. But like yours, yours is fascinating because me, mine, mm, how do I put it? Mine's like a very much a linear journey. You know what I mean? Like mine's a small improvement each week, whereas you, you take like leaps and bounds.
1: That's a thing that Luke taught me as well. It's like. So many people try to go for like small wins, yeah, which is fine. Like you do have to like take those small steps, but <clears throat> you just need to like figure out who you are as a person, what your purpose is, what your goals are, what your why is. Figure out who the fuck you are first before you even worry about money. Because have you heard the thing where it's like rich people aren't really rich if they don't have like gratitude, yeah, and purpose yeah. and shit like that. So it's like
0: yeah, rich people aren't rich if they're a fuck with it.
1: exactly yeah yeah, um. The biggest lie is money doesn't buy your happiness though. That's bullshit.
0: I think it's just money buys you freedom or the ability to do what you want.
1: With it buys mind. you happiness, man.
0: Yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But like the word happiness itself, it's not that. It's like the freedom. It's like, do I want to go to Thailand this week? I can go to Thailand this week. You know what I mean? It's that. It's like well, the like, ability to do what you want when you want. Yeah. Spend
1: your time, spend your money. But it sort of made me think. It's like I wouldn't have been so depressed my whole life if I had money. Yeah. Like, really, I felt like a failure. That's why I wanted to give up. But when you're succeeding, bro, I have no suicidal thoughts whatsoever.
0: That's good. That's really good to hear from a mental health stance for, for yourself.
1: Yeah. So, like, the main thing I'm trying to teach with mental health is just find who out find out who you are and just find your purpose, really.
0: How would you say people find that out?
1: Just trial and error. What's your purpose? My purpose is just to, like, inspire as many people as I can. Like yeah. Give back to my dad, make sure that he wakes up one day and I've just repaid everything that he lost. Yeah. Um, Give back to my whole family. It's The weird thing is like my purpose isn't even about me. Like I don't want anything in life really. Like there's one life, we get one shot at it. I'm glad there's not another one. Like I'm happy with this one life. So I'm just going to make the most of it. Yeah. And my purpose is honestly just like die with a smile.
0: Yeah, that's a good way. Yeah, it's a good way to do it.
1: Because when I tried, like, killing myself, like I was doing it with like sadness. Yeah. So I want to die happy. Yeah. Okay. So if I died now, i would be like sweet, whatever. It's
0: a good way to operate, just in general. Yeah. Just any day, if any day is your day, then you're happy to go that day. You know what I mean? It's a good way to live your life. Yeah, purpose and stuff. It's hard for people to figure out, man.
1: It's not though. Like you just need to. Yeah, I'm yeah, but it's
0: hard to start. I suppose like a lot. Of, it's a confronting thought for a lot of people. It is, yeah. They confront a lot of things they've put to the side. A lot of people don't sit down and really soak in like who they are or what they want to do. A lot of people don't start what they want to do, man. You'd have plenty of mates that were really fucking creative at something, and they never started it. They just went straight into a job and shit like that. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, my mate Sam Nolan, Ugh, fuck, he's, he's my best mate, yeah. and um, he always talks about like creating like a prank YouTube channel. Yeah. Since we were fucking ten years or thirteen years old, whatever it was, Yeah. bro, every single day I'd be like, bro, let's start a prank channel. Like, I want to do a prank channel, blah blah blah. Bro, he still hasn't done it to this day, and I tell him all the time, I'm like, bro, imagine you just fucking started. He's yeah. like, oh, I don't know how to edit. Learn how to edit. Yeah, editing. Your fucking hard best mate's like a man. filmmaker. Yeah. Fucking ask me, bro. Yeah. And he's like, oh man, like work. I'm like, fuck, man. A lot of people don't want to put their uh, head on the chopping block. It's fear of failure, bro. Yeah. Literally, I take a phobia. Yeah.
0: So your brand is exclusive. Do you, would you say your brand is best suited to people that are in the same boat as you? They're
1: just... People that want to succeed. Yeah. Like, I don't want people that don't want to succeed.
0: Do you feel like a lot of people? I feel like this. I used to put off that I was a real hustler when I wasn't. Now, I actually hustle really hard. I work my ass off. Like, I don't sleep much at all. And I, <laughs> Yeah, good or good, bro. It affects my health. You've got the same thing I've got with my eyes. Um, yeah, well, I don't
1: I have like five hours sleep and shit.
0: Yeah, yeah. I'd say yeah, five, six hours I get. Some nights I get nice seven or eight. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I get that too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, every once in a while. But um, no, like I genuinely work a lot harder than I used to. Like I don't I don't have like Xbox or anything like that. Good. And I have managed to start like exercising with mates so I combine the two. You know what I mean? Like and maximise that time or not. But like I used to put off that I was a hustler. And now that I actually am i don't put it off, I don't put it out. Do you know what I'm saying, bro? yeah you know what you mean yeah. I, and like it goes the same with like luxury brands, not to say like this is yours right, but like a lot of people that wear Gucci and shit like that, there are people that can afford it, right but there's so many people that are just trying to put off that they can when they can't
1: Well, that's why I want to make this. It's like when you put this on, like I You've want you to f- I want you to feel something like I want yeah. you to feel like inspiration, I want you to feel that you're not going to fail yeah you're gonna fucking succeed in whatever you do. Like you're that afraid to fail that you're gonna <laughs> succeed.
0: Yeah. Drop your phone again.
1: No, was my fucking uh, water bottle.
0: Um, yeah, that's a good way that's a good way to operate the brand, bro.
1: So like yeah, and plus like the experience you get with like this, like I fucking spent so much money on my website. Um I've created like these boxes, like these fucking mad boxes that cost yeah. me a lot. I've probably spent um and I'm happy to share this, I've probably spent like forty two thousand dollars on my clothing brand. And it's my first ever drop. Yeah, I know. It's When's your release, man? Just waiting on the cargo pans and then it's like good to go. Are you
0: getting stock in full before you go online?
1: Yeah, I'm like, and it's all at my house too. Yeah, fuck, what are you releasing? Don't know. I don't have a due date yet. Just sort of waiting for a right day. I thought November, cool, November 18 would be cool. What's that? It's my best mate, Jake's, the one that passed away. Sorry to hear.
0: It's his birthday, so yeah, right. That'd be
1: nice. I thought because the clothing drops called midnight. Yeah. Because like obviously, like midnight's like yeah. How I went through like depression and shit, so yeah. I was like, fuck, that'd be so cool. Like, and it'll give me more of a purpose to like make sure everyone gets like such a cool experience. Yeah, because everything I do, but I want it to be the best.
0: Yeah, personalized experience. Yeah, um, and customer service. Understand. I learned that with Halos, man. Get packages the next day out. Like just little things like that. Yeah. Free stickers. Or free Every once in a while, just chucking in a free shirt for whatever given reason. Like, I don't know. You got
1: the mystery boxes coming soon, yeah?
0: Yeah, they dropped fuck. tonight, don't they? Yeah, they dropped tonight. Let's see how they went. Fuck it. Live on the podcast. Yeah, man.
1: let's see. Make sure you cop.
0: <laughs> yeah, they do well. Yeah, a fair few orders. I don't want to say how much. I don't like people pocket watching. You're fine with a A
1: couple milli. <laughs> no, nah, fu- nah, <laughs> fuck no, bro. <laughs> no, 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 no,
0: no, no, no. So it's like, so with my mystery boxes, I just wanted to clear out heaps of dead stock. So what I'm doing is, I'll, I'll keep this in. So um, a bronze mystery box is fifty dollars, eighty dollars worth of stock, like retail value. Seventy five dollar mystery box, one hundred twenty five, and then a hundred dollars is two hundred dollars minimum. I don't know how many orders there are for it to be that amount, but I'm like
1: twelve.
0: Well, it, it depends if people ordered that a hundred one. It could be just be a certain like that amount, right? Be, that we yeah. yeah. Whereas like, beep. No. <laughs> <laughs> I should just do that, eh? Because people watch the mouths, bro. Like I've, I have mates that are like, when you beep out something, like I watch their mouth to try and figure it out. And they go, yeah, like, "Fuck." No, I that's why mean. you
2: just
1: put like subscribe. Yeah, yeah. I used to yeah, do it for YKTR. Yeah. everything like Simi would say something, I'd put like <laughs> subscribe. Bro, you know I was watching the
0: other day. It was one of the funniest things I ever heard. The like the one moment on YouTube that like makes me laugh. Have you listened like the. Their podcast lately, the
1: um, Art of Nothing. I watched the. Bro, he's
0: the funniest fucking
1: person like
0: I've ever listened to in podcast format. Like him and like Vaughn genuinely like. So I clean here, right? And I, oh, bro, to get through cleaning, you gotta just put on something that makes you smile, right? So I put him on, and bro, um, but I was watching like their YouTube when I was doing the Ice research, and it got to that Bris Vegas vlog because I wanted to talk to Ice about like because it kind of you kind of operated like oh, now. Wait,
1: yeah, wait, no, just quickly on that. I don't know why he talks so much shit about our old vlogs and stuff. Because I think
0: that's not how he wanted to, Like, because that was very Americanized. Yeah, 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 yeah. Bro, yeah.
1: he's the one that wanted to copy Barstool and shit. Yeah, right. It was like.
0: No, no, but he said that to me, like when we we're talking, he was like, I we, I wanted to operate like Nelk and stuff, but that's not like how Australia operates. Oh, no, I wanted to do the Nelk stuff. Yeah, right. He was
1: going for more like the Barstool and stuff. Yeah, right. But the way I did my vlogs, because like I had full creative control. Yeah. I copied now, like, not copied them, but I've got like a massive, yeah, blueprint. I so suppose. it's like B roll, yeah, something funny or like whatever the fuck's happening, B roll, something.
0: Did you find Simmy's speech in that van funny or nah?
1: oh, I can't Bro, you can't really remember when you're actually doing it, eh? But you I just, because like, you know, what he
0: does is, like the full speech and then, and then he, then he goes... said,
1: Caleb, yeah, yeah, because like I was filming and when you're filming, you know what it's like, you're yeah, fucking yeah. just like zoned in. So I didn't really notice till after, I was like, why is everyone laughing, eh?
0: You know what it is, bro? It's because you, in that. Um, I was a nobody, really. <laughs> no, no, no. You, in that environment, you reminded everyone of, like, their little brother. So, like, everyone clearly, like, loved you and appreciated your work. Like, it, it, they all, like, whenever I hear one of them speak about your work, they just say, like, the fucking kids got it. Like, you know what I mean? And, like, but, like, you just reminded them of, like, their little brother, where, like, they just, like, throw narky comments at you because that's what you do, right? You're trying to toughen up your little brother. Yeah. And obviously, like, you bro, being lady, 18, they're trying to, like, you know, I, you up for a I'm a sort of
1: glad I worked there, bro. Because fuck, like your confidence would drop that much. Yeah. And it made my confidence so big now. Yeah. Because imagine being in a room with full of fucking grown men that have egos through the roof. Yeah. And I'm just some fucking 16-year-old kid, 17 year old, like 17-year-old kid. Like these guys are like, how did you get the job, Scope? Yeah, so Scope hit me up because um I met Scope because his dad was my footy coach.
0: Yeah, Glenny P. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So then
1: me and Scope did like a sand dune session one time. Yeah. With like a bunch of his mates. And then. Good stuff. Fucking a year later, he just hit me up because he saw that cliff jumping video. Yeah.
0: Like, Crazy. Yeah. random Cl- video. Yeah. It's nuts to see, bro, like your progression from like.
1: Bro, it's so weird how fast it's going, eh?
0: Yeah. Cause I like. Yeah, yeah. Cause your name rung a bell back in the day when you're doing those like adrenaline videos. Cause it was like, you'll go into spots I went to, right? So like everyone that I knew in that space as well was like. Oh, this Caleb kid. And you, you were mad young for it as well. Because yep. normally it was like 18, 19-year-olds, 20-year-olds would be doing it. And you were like 16, I think. And then 17. And then, yeah, just watching you. And then you go into YKTR. And then, bro, and then you're just with Andrew Tate. Like, I don't know. Like, <laughs> yeah, I know. Isn't, it's so weird to think
1: about, eh? And then, Bro, like, it's weird when people ask for photos and they're like, bro, do that, do that. I'm like, fuck, I'm not Andrew Tate, bro. But yeah. like, fuck, I'll do it for a giggle. Do, do you reckon, do people like... Uh, I know what you're going to say. In a conversation, when I like mentioned Andrew Tate, their faces instantly change, bro. It's like yeah, for example- for better or worse. Worse. You can tell they want something outcome, out of
2: him.
0: How come, do you think? Because their perception on him?
1: No, no, no. Like they just want something out of me.
0: Yeah. That's that's where I was trying to get at, right? Like, yeah, like bar Tate himself, do you think people are trying to leech?
1: Off me, 100%. Yeah. How does yeah. it make you feel? Fuck. Like it just is what it is, bro. It's like with girls as well. Like- yeah. I used to get girls back in the day, but now that like I've got a high following and my mates joke about it all the time. If I just show a chick how much followers I got, they instantly like leech onto have? me. I think I'm at 80K now.
0: Well, I th- that's way more, bro. I thought you had like 60
1: maybe last time. No, I'm at you. 80 now. But um, yeah, it's just crazy how like status makes like huge difference. Like yeah. I'm not even the hottest guy, bro. I just got confidence now and just like a status. So
0: Yeah, but you're a good looking kid. You're in shape. You take care of yourself really well.
1: Getting my teeth fixed, so it's mad. Yeah, got, yeah. This line anymore. at the moment. So. Yeah,
0: fuck yeah, good stuff. <laughs> Doesn't that nearest... take like a few months to get done?
1: Yeah, it's been a month now. So
0: every day, hey, you need to put it in.
1: Yeah, I took it out for this because I don't want to be like.
0: <laughs> and then, like, don't you need to send it back to them and then they mold it? Is
1: that yeah, how well, it I saw it works? my dentist today. So today, I'll tell you my day today. Yeah, and I could tell you my whole week if you yeah,
0: like. Yeah, day, day in the life, man. Go for it. Let's go for it.
1: This is what grinding. Yeah. Is alright, and I just want to see if you're working harder. It's not a competition, but no, I just want to no, see. Okay, go. 5 a.m. I got to wake up, 30-minute drive to Muay Thai. You're so. beating
0: me already. <laughs> I wake up at 6.
1: So Muay Thai yeah. is an hour sesh and we get proper pump too. Straight after Muay Thai, I have breakfast and then straight into gym for th- two to three hours.
0: What are you eating for breakfast? People want to know this stuff.
1: Honestly, not a breakfast person. But recently I've been eating it because I'm like bulking. Yeah. So I'm just having like, fuck.
0: egg whites and stuff? Or? Just
1: Nah, just, I don't really have a diet. I'm just like eating eggs, yeah, um, steak and shit.
0: Yeah, yeah. Just basic good food. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: I eat shit all the time at the moment, which is fucked. Yeah, right. But I'll go into it. So after gym today, I went to the dentist. Did you train at gym? Today I did legs. Yeah, man. So straight after kicks, it's not not too good.
0: Yeah, yeah, fuck that.
1: So after gym, I went to the dentist. Yeah. After the dentist, I filmed the boxing documentary, and then I'm here. And then after here, I'm gonna edit my doco till about like twelve, and then restart tomorrow. Go Muay Thai. Um, got to travel out to Leichhardt to get some props for a photo shoot I'm doing on Sunday. Yeah. Then uh, doing some cinematic videos for me and Mitch to for the fear of failure yeah. mindset coaching. Um. Then got to edit after that. Uh, Saturday I'm watching my mate fight. One of my friends' mum like actually like unfortunately like hung herself, committed suicide recently. So I'm gonna see her, make sure she's all good. We're just gonna hang out, get a coffee and shit. Um. And then I'll just like edit my podcast uh my edit my doco again at night and sunday just do the photo shoot edit so it's like yeah yeah it's good that my life's planned out i never used to plan my shit but ever since i like started writing notes and putting calendar uh calendar links and shit yeah like really planning out my shit bro it fucking takes you to a next level
0: i'm the same bro so i work a split shift so i leave for work at like 6 6 30 in the morning i get home at like 9 9 30 10 And then I leave again at like 12, 12.30, come back at like 3.34. So it's like a split shift. So I I started planning out my day last year. It's the best thing I've ever done, man. I was planning out my week. On a Sunday, I plan out my week. And at the start of the month for like big dates, right, like a drop or something, I really like get to like start to schedule the month.
1: I was going to say, bro, having a job that you have is fucking perfect for you, hey.
0: Right now it is. Because you
1: get to like make money while you're planning shit. It's not like you're fucking losing time where you're like, yeah, doing retail, for example. One of my mates,
0: Lenny, he's like got his own business, so he works full time, right? Like it's called Recovery Hub. Shout out to him. He always goes to me. He's like, "When are you going to jump off the deep end?" I'm like, "Bro, I, don't, I actually don't have to at this point." You don't have
2: time. to, bro. Like, that's my what job people... gives
0: me so much structure, and it's I'm not to give up that time that I make from the money I'm making at my job for the money I could make with Hellas. Isn't worth it right now. It'll definitely I'll make give you it like lazy. Yeah, three it'll... months. I reckon I could, but it'll
1: probably make you lazy too. Yeah, because you're so used to like. Working that you just want to sleep in and shit. Yeah. So right now like having that structure is fucking perfect for you.
0: Mate. 100%. When you're like 6am high-vis in a van, you're like, yeah, i got to fucking get after it. Bro, bro, it's so
1: motivational. I remember working at freaking YKTR when I would catch a two-hour fucking transport all the way to YKTR. Yeah. Work all day, get yelled at for being late for sleeping in and shit. Yeah. Um, go back on the train two hours back. What Like editing on the train, editing when I get home, training footy and then repeat. Crazy, man. Your life's changed so much. Yeah, but yeah, like it's so. just like the motivation of like that full-time nine to five. Yeah. It's just such a motivation where you're like, fuck this, bro.
0: Yeah. Fuck living that all again, eh?
1: No, nah, no way. I can't. When people tell me what to do, I can't do it. Unless yeah. it's like genuinely like trying to help me. Yeah. But if it's like, for example, like, I do that, like, go get that. It's like, yeah. the fuck yeah. are you talking to, Gun?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait to see you fight, bro. He's definitely got that like dog oh, in you. You know what I mean,
1: bro. It's gonna be mad. I used to fight in school a lot too, which is like yeah, what well, defending <laughs> yourself or oh no, I'll tell you a story. So <laughs> all the paddy's boys will know this. Um, that was like the I'm not being racist here, but like it's just how our school was. Yeah, yeah.
0: Ethnic groups operate together. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Well, it was
1: like our white crew and then like the Indian group was here. So basically, um, like our crew, like these guys would play soccer and our guys would just like fucking just talk shit do like talk about girls talk about girls and shit yeah talk about footy anyway i was like leaning over the like railing and i was just having a shit day bro like school every day was just shit for me anyway i was just leaning over and then all i feel is this massive whack hit my rib it was a soccer ball hitting me so i was like nah fuck this and bro i swear i've got something wrong with me where i just like instantly switch yeah like i'm the nicest guy but when i switch i like switch up yeah so anyway i took my bag off i was like Fucking come here, cunt. Oh, <laughs> right. Legit walked up to him, grabbed him and dink. And then all my boys just come running in. I remember my mate, Alex Miltiadas. <laughs> oh no, it was Alex or Jake. It was one of them. Come over the top with a fucking Superman punch. Yeah. Full start, a massive brawl. And because I was like, got Instigator. like, well, cause I was like the lucky kid at school. Cause I was like going through. So I yeah. like, I never got suspended. Cause they knew like, it would just like yeah. be bad at home. <laughs> so I was like,
0: you oh, know, I didn't
1: use it to my advantage, but yeah, it was just a,
0: different like, gravy patties, man. We didn't have any of that shit.
1: Really, patties are so many fights, eh?
0: Yeah, we actually had. Every- <laughs> oh man, so there's these guys. They were like, fuck. They were three years older than me, and they used to get into fights. And like, they these guys like didn't like each other. I don't want to say their name because like you obviously won't know them. And then the there's no point in putting their yeah, name out in like, public. Yeah, yeah. But the boys who went to St. Columbus know what I'm talking about. So we had these volleyball courts and they used to fight like on the oval next to it. Um, They fought quite often. One guy was like a bit of a fuck. He made comments to me as well. But there was this guy that also went to school and he was was disabled. But I can't remember in what sense. I think it was intellectually there was something happening there. Yeah. But he used to dance. So he used to have these headphones on and he used to just fucking – like you'd be playing soccer on the overbar and he's like just dancing. That's so sick. Yeah, yeah. Like smooth operator, right? He's just doing his own thing. (laughs) Anyway, so like everyone like he – how do you put him? He existed in the middle of everything going on at lunch, but no one like paid attention to him because like he could get set off, right? So everyone just left him, lived his life. Anyway, these two guys I remember like were fighting, but one of them was like also a dancer. And this disabled guy like called him out for like a break dance. like was getting like really angst with like the fact he wanted to fight this guy. So he called him out for like a, a dance battle as like a form of like an actual Fighting. fight, right? Yeah. And they had like a dance battle. Bro, so this guy, this disabled guy had no idea. He just stopped like an actual brawl happening. Because when like at Columbus, like, if, the, if it happened, it was like a blue moon. So everyone would run to watch. Yeah. And so all these people are just watching like a breakdance battle now. And it was just like the coolest thing I've ever seen in my life.
1: Yeah. See, that thing, <laughs> that's so sick. Yeah. See, with patties, we used to have like rap battles. Um, there was rap battles. There was yeah, bigger chums as well. Eh? There was like one-on-one like run it straights. <laughs> yeah, we did that. Dude. Yeah, yeah. Bro, there was like the, you know the cricket nets? <coughs> yeah. Like the cricket nets, house. it's just like a fucking small little corridor. Yeah. We used to fucking play tackle footy in it, bro. And we used to pump each other. I remember I had braces at the time. That's why my teeth yeah. got fucked. A Freaking tooth like nearly ripped out, eh? Yeah, kids shoulder charged me in the tooth and it just went. <laughs> it's like, fuck.
0: We used to play against the grade below us, we'd have like our edge of the oval because St. Columbus is on like massive paddocks in the mountains. And we'd have a teacher, and as soon as they turn their back, you'd have like a watch out and they'd call like tackle. And you just play tackle for like five minutes. As soon as the teacher would turn around, you go back to playing touch, but um. That, bro, we used That's played so this, funny. Yeah. <laughs> Every school did that. Eh? Yeah, yeah. You, you just had to, you had to have tackle, a good tackle. watch out, man, because you had to know teachers' behavior. And this teacher called G-Mac, and he would play, He was actually a really good footy player. He was our PE teacher. But, like, some of the boys had learned him so well to know when he was going to, like, turn around that they'd call it, like, before. But um, <laughs> we used to do this game, bro. So me and this other guy called Zach Payne. Peach, if you're listening, bro, I miss you. I haven't seen you in years. So what they'd do, bro, is... It's the stupidest fucking game, but it's typical like high school boys. It's it's what makes you miss high school when you think about it it sometimes. So we'd line up on one end of the oval and we'd run. And then all the boys would line up and they'd like one random guy would just go, get him. And bro, so they'd start chasing us. And then we'd turn around once we hit a certain point and run back at him. And if we could get through him, like we succeeded. All these boys would just like they'd be running at you and just they're all tiny because we're so big for our age. You okay. just r- fucking run straight to yeah. them. <laughs> oh, it makes me miss. Out. There was one bro, Owen, who was like a good like imagine like oh, a Owen brand. um
1: my, like I know
0: him? Nah, nah. Oh fuck, who do you know?
1: Doesn't Owen play he used to play Panthers?
0: Nah. Oh, that's Owen Classen, I'm pretty sure. Uh, nah, nah, there's Owen Gordon my age, right? Like twenty three now. Bro, he was Zach Payne was running at him. And I remember I was standing behind Owen, so I joined in the force to tackle Big Peach at the time. And I was, like, about to hit him, and I kind of pulled out because I couldn't get, like, a good angle on him. He was running so fast. And Owen, instead of, like, going low, just, like, jumped at him and, like, spread his arms to, like, try and wrap. And bro, he got bummed, and I've never heard, like... Air, all the air in someone's body exit and like his soul at the same
1: time, bro. I was just like, "Ooh!" And just you know know the, have you seen the Spider Man scene where he yeah. sold his soul just—it was like that, eh? bro. Yeah. Makes me miss high school so much, bro. That yeah, the touch thing got me, where it's like, tackle tackle touch, touch." <laughs> <laughs> Man, that
0: was that, that, thats when you learn about watchouts and shit. You know oh. what I mean so funny, bro. Um, last question before we finish up because we've been going for like two and a bit hours oh, now. Shit. Is there any projects you'd like to tap into like unmoney related? Like so Muay Thai is a good example. Is there anything else out there that you really want to like eventually nah, achieve? Well,
1: yeah, I think I'll definitely do fighting next year because not playing footy, it's like, it's like kind of boring.
0: You miss that competitive edge? Yeah,
1: just yeah. like training for something. I yep. find training boring just trying to be fit. But training towards something like doing Muay Thai, bro. And like the boys I've met, like they're fucking proper killers, bro. And they're just the nicest dudes. That's so the thing about combat sports.
0: It could actually kill a man with their bare fists.
1: Bro, it's like bam, bam. Like he walks in so chill. lovely folks. Because they know,
0: but you know what I mean? They're not projecting. Bro, that's so, bro, imagine having that's that so power. power. Yeah, it's so, so fucking powerful where they're like, it was like James the other day, bro. A guy was the most chill guy I've ever met and he faced some of the greatest fighters that have ever fought. Like you're like, yeah, it's crazy that you can possess that power.
1: There's three things you need to achieve as a man. Um, I read it in a book. It was being a warrior. Which is fighting. Um facing a fear. So like for example, like skydiving or some fucking crazy shit. And then the last one was um fuck. It was like, um oh fuck fuck what was like it's like what's a different word for seminar? You know how you like talking out to people?
0: Oh uh, public speaking.
1: Not even public speaking, it's more like just like Teaching. Teaching, sort of education. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So educational
0: yeah. space. Yeah, educating another man or something.
1: Yeah, so I got the first two. Like I got education and then the fear.
0: What's your fear that you conquered?
1: Cliff jumping, bro. That shit was fucked. Oh, you're scared of it? Yeah, bro. I hate heights. I'm I still th- scared
0: of Yeah, heights. right. I would have thought that was your thing because I was never really scared of heights. Oh, really? If the, fuck, this sounds so stupid because it's so obvious. If it's a c- cement below me, I'm shit scared. I won't even go close to it or like a lookout. Water, I'll be like right over the edge. Like, no, not an issue. But like, yeah, because with water, I feel like, like It still hurts, bro. Fuck. Yeah, no shit, right? Like that's my thing. I don't, yeah. I don't know why I'm stupid, but I am. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't know why I operate like that. But yeah, so your fear was cliff jumping. Is there any other fears you got? It's like I don't want to skydive, but I most probably
1: will. Yeah, I want to skydive too. I want to get my license for that.
0: Yeah, that'd be cool. That'd
1: be bro, cool. Imagine the content. Yeah, Just jumping out by myself like J Avro style. Yeah, that'd be nuts. Me and my mates are going to do that soon eventually. Me, Hayden, Summers, Steve and Nathan.
0: Yeah, that'd be sick.
1: Those four boys, bro, actually. So I look at the people I surround myself with now. Yeah. Um, And it's made a massive difference. Like you are who you surround yourself with. So I've got my Muay Thai boys, the 6am crew. We have a group chat called Don't Be a Bitch. Yeah, it's cool. So one, random, one of the boys will literally put in a video of doing 200 burpees and you fucking got to do it or you're a bitch. Yeah, yeah. And if you miss a session, it's like, for example, like I slept in like last week, like every single day I slept in because I was doing the docker. I was just fucking tight. Excuses. Yeah. You get punched the next session you come in. Yeah. No belly pad, nothing. Like fucking proper punch by every single person in the gym. Yeah, it's <laughs> mad. So I've got that crew. My best mate at the moment, Jason, he's a photographer. Yeah. We train together. He's a PT. So like we train together. He's one of the best videographers, bro. Like he's... Um, we can't say it, but he's going to New York yeah, yeah, next so week I'll for, out. Yeah, for yeah. a company. Yeah, oh, you sure. can leave that; it's fine. Yeah. Um, and yeah, like we just inspire each other to create more. Yeah. So like he's telling me to like, for my like Instagram, he's like, bro, you need to get back into the personal branding. Like, forget about that depressing shit. Like, it's not you anymore. Like, get back into like what you're doing now. Yeah. So I'm slowly going to get back into that. Um, and then this other crew, the boys my age well similar my age, yeah, like 25, 23. Um. This was like the Dubai crew. Yeah. So it's like me, Nathan, Steve, Hayden, and like we're just those three like groups. It's just trying to make like just be the best.
0: Yeah. That's mad, bro. That's mad. I've got a few similar things going on. This group chat called the pound, but I'm not a runner, right? Like at my weight to be running on my knees on cement's most probably not the greatest idea in the world. But like- Fuck,
1: you say that, but then you got David Goggins book. No, no,
0: no. So we run, like I, I, I uh, did my first, like, so I play football, right? So there's every chance I've clocked like 10 k's in a game. Oh, you, but like, yeah, you don't know, think right. about it, right? Yeah. But like, um, no, nah, I was like for every Saturday morning for like three months straight, I ran for, like five to 10 kilometers. And like, we just put in the chat every time we run, do a workout or we're reading a book or something. And it's just like, it's just me and two of my best mates. Just keeps ourselves so fucking accountable. And, like, it's that thing, right? It's like- Accountability. Yeah, when someone sends a run in the chat, like the like one of the boys' actual runner, right? So he's running like half marathons for fun or like 12Ks is like he's taking the piss. But like when he sends that in, I'm like, fuck, I'm going to do five. Like i just got to show up. I can't just let him just be like some fucking superstar runner and I'm just some fat little prick over here. You know what I mean? So it's good to have like, like accountability. Like it's good that you've um surrounded yourself with people like that.
1: Yeah, bro, you... Yeah, it's good that you're playing soccer and shit. Yeah. Like just fucking freedom. Man. I
0: feel like you need to keep... I feel like it. Yeah, no, no amount of money in the world could ever make me quit like a team sport. I, lo- I love that shit. For you, it's combat sports now, right? Yeah. But, like I feel like it's just like that like idea of like-
1: We're still in a team with combat. Like, yeah,
0: 110%. It? Like you got a team training you. That's that thing, right? It's like you just want to be surrounded by blokes and like go to war, so to speak, Fuck, yeah. Sunday league. But like you just want to like get competitive with them and have a crack, you know what I mean? It's and. mad. Test your own ideas in football, like your tactics. You know, with footy. Yeah, yeah. You most to try And, some and then the you footy. like
1: fucking sleep and think about it. You're like, fuck, I could have done this, this, this. Yeah. And then you're in the shower full thinking about the game. Yeah. Fuck, I'm gonna score this goal. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> when when bro, just quickly before we end up, with footy, wh- what type of like fullback were you? I
1: was more like the Go through the rock? N- uh, I'll think of like footy players. I was more like Gotho KP. Yeah, okay. So I was like a workhorse. Filthy was...
0: left foot or right foot stem?
1: Not no, nah, I didn't have like a crazy step. It was more like just like a goosey out, to like sort of like slow and then fast. Yeah, yeah. Sort yeah. of movements. Hundred. Um, and then just like cut out ball, short ball. Like my passing skills were mad.
0: What was your best ever try? While we're at it, fuck. Was that you tapping? Yeah, yeah. All oh, right, no.
1: Fuck. What was my best ever try? I scored a lot of try. I remember I scored five tries in one game for Penrith.
0: Yeah, mad. Do you play with Riley there? Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, right. actually,
1: you know what? Me and Riley used to do some mad combos, bro.
0: Because he'd be hooker. you would just be running through the middle or whatever and no, on he's outside. Bro, we
1: used to copy Billy Slater and Cameron Smith. So Shit. out of dummy half, he would go from hooker. He would scoot out, dummy left, and then just like no looker, pop it inside. Yeah. So I would go straight through the markers because that markers would split. I would go straight through and would score every time.
0: You still got it in there, bro. You still got that footy brain. Fuck, I can, I I can see. I could jump I can see, bro, I can see <laughs> your eyes light up when you mentioned that. You nah, mentioned nah, that nah. as soon as, bro, when you mentioned Riley, you were like, your eyes lit up and I could tell your soul was alive. Bro.
1: <laughs> Don't get me back on that field. I, no, think I do sh- miss footy sometimes. Yeah, bro, My dad, bro, fuck. He's like, surely get back on the field. I'm like, come on, dad. Do you think? I can, I can make it eh? with the mindset I've got now. No, I
0: think that'd be cool. That's what I tried to tell you at the start. Like, it'd be cool to see you give NRL a crack and Just document like- it.
1: For like, for like two weeks, I eh? just play NRL and then just dip.
0: <laughs> you, should, you should honestly do a series, bro, where for a year you try and make the NRL. Or two years.
1: Maybe in the future, eh? I could make it now. Do you think? Especially with the mindset, bro. Like my mindset back then, the fact that I was making it was such a shit mindset. Yeah. Like imagine trying to make it while you're fucking mentally not there.
0: Bro, I think the brand you could build for yourself and the life you could live as like a footy player would be crazy. You'd be like the craziest. <laughs> no, no, no. But like, no I'd have no. the coolest story for sure. Yes, you'd have the craziest story an NRL player's ever had.
1: It'd be like, yeah, it'd actually be huge.
0: <laughs> That's what I'm trying to tell you. Because like,
1: I'm worldwide you, too. It's not like I'm just Australian.
0: Yeah, and you. so you say when you're like, I don't want to be told what to do or whatever. I understand that. But I think like-
1: Yeah, I'll tell the coaches, hey, back up. Yeah, no, but like- <laughs> I'll the, pay you to shut up. Nah. <laughs> the
0: value of the story of like you quit footy and then to and you met Andrew Tate. You did all the shit when you had a fight and shit. And then you made UFC. Yeah. <laughs> and then you you took up footy again at the age of like 21, 22, and you fucking made the NRL again. Yeah. See, like right now, like bro, Chico did that in a sense. Like yeah, he, yeah. he like he honestly. Well, that he got video, banned and then. Yeah. The VI made him. Yeah. That shit was so
1: cool. The comeback.
0: Yeah. That one game, bro. Fuck it. That's all he. Like, bro, if you play one NRL game, you're one percent. You can. Yeah. Like you're part of the one percent, right? If you play one hour, I think a lot of people forget that because we watch it every week. You forget these are like elite athletes, and there's so many men that actually tried to play at this level but never did.
1: It is all bullshit, though. It's fucking all who you know and shit. Oh, of course it is. That's most sports, but yeah,
0: it, it, that's where combat sports is a bit different. But even boxing is a bit like, how are you going? People yeah, I was like, in the boxing community. It's like
1: Jordan Simi, for example. Like he's never fought, yeah, but like he gets paid more than most boxers. It's in just
0: Australia. Ins- it's
1: just. it's like Jake paul as well it's just
0: eyes yeah it's how it operates entertainment it's whether people like it or not it's just the value you should definitely
1: well i want to do ufc bro like i genuinely want to like learn how to fight i don't care if it takes me fucking three to four five six ten years like well
0: ufc fighters peak later anyway
1: bro like when they're 30 and shit yeah 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 like volk started what when he was 21
0: yeah bro volk was a prop how crazy is that it's like the og ruben car you don't watch it anymore Ruben no, Connor's I'm like just, tiny. Yeah, yeah, yeah he he's sure. playing prop now. Like, yeah, if you're not watching it, he's a prop, right? It's like Volk was doing that like almost ten years ago. In Illawarra, which is a good comp, you'd know that. Like
1: Illawarra, yeah, it's crazy.
0: Um, but yeah, have you seen those videos of Volk Love playing food? Yeah, bro, he's a That's little fucking
1: mean? tank, bro. Oh.
0: Did you see his last fight where he did the footy tackle on Yar Rodriguez? Yeah. Bro, we're watching it. it. Yeah, we're watching it. And you could see as soon as he got low and he lifted, you're like, oh, yeah, that's that footy coming out. That's that Illawarra dog, Like That's
1: not me, bro. Like, you watch Bam Bam as well. Like, you can see how he just goes in with that, like, footy mindset.
0: (laughs) Yeah, you can tell. Yeah, I know know what you're saying when they're shaping up. Because you learn it, bro, tackling him front on. I I played AFL and you learn. AFL
1: was ice play as well. Yeah. That is so underrated. Uh, Ah, Borko, Borko Mills. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I played two years up there when I was 13. So I was playing in the 15s. What year? Oh, fuck. Maybe our best show. Maybe, bro. Because that sport is so underrated. Like that's the roughest sport I've ever played. I reckon I've played rugby union. I've played rugby league. It's fucked. played soccer. I reckon AFL is the toughest sport. It's hard, man. Because, bro, you can get dog shotted right from behind. Your fucking back just goes in. Yeah. Rugby league, you can embrace with a pact. Unless you're like a halfback trying to pass it.
0: Or, yeah, a halfback basically. Oh, is AFL's it.
1: fucked. What about when you jump up and you fuck it?
2: Oh,
0: yeah. <laughs> um, No, the AFL, but, like, when you're learning to read body language in, like, a combat sense, it's, like, because it's such a free game, having to read someone and tackle them is actually, like, it's an underrated skill in AFL. Don't, you know what I mean? I
1: get, Like, leagues, do.
0: like, front on or, like, diagonal, right? It's, like, your centre can only run a certain amount of lines. They can, they're only going to come at you a certain amount of ways. It's, like, AFL, it's, like... They can go fucking anywhere right now. So I've got to try and read this and trap them.
1: And, and when you jump, all you're focusing is on the ball. Yeah, and you get what? And you get fucking hit. Yeah.
0: Yeah, man. I want to do a series where I'll get your advice on this, right? You're a videographer. You you, you know, what it's like to tell a visual story. So with my Sunday League series, I mic'd up for my last game. I'm yet to release no way. it. But, bro, we didn't have a proper film all right? So he's just doing this. It's like one of my mates where you need to zoom in and whatnot. So I've got to manually edit it a lot. But... um. I want to do a series next year where I sign up to a different sport for like a week and just mic up the whole time. Go through like the training sessions and shit. I reckon it'd be good content and That's then mic up for the game. So like go play. I've never played rugby league, never stepped on the field. What? Never played rugby league.
1: Yeah, jump on bro.
0: And never played union. Union scares me because of the scrum. I don't like that idea. Like the weight on my neck. I fuck, I don't know how, Like,
1: I fuck that. It's more like, I don't know how to explain it. It's more like you just fucking... Yeah. And you and head in there the, and you just push with your the head.
0: Force kind of. Yeah, I know, I know. But then I want to do like, I want Windsor have their gridiron team. So I want to do that as well. That'd be fun. Gridiron would be cool. Yeah. And then um, what were other sports I was thinking of? Oh, like boxing for a week. And not obviously can't really go into a fight doing that, but do like sparring at the end of it. Um, MMA, do it for a full week. Do uh, like a little sparring session with someone who's been there for a bit. Bro, come do
1: a session of Muay Thai with me.
0: Where do you do it at? We can do it wherever. I'll just
1: get some pads and shit.
0: I have a mad gym I did a video on. I'll show you. Mm, fuck. I got like 500k on TikToky, um, And that's up in the mountains. I'll show
1: you. Are you down for a Muay Thai session? I've never done it, bro. Bro, you're fucking gas, bro. We'll mic you up and shit.
0: I'll show you after. But yeah. Anyway, we'll end this because we've been going a long while. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> I've got to fucking let you go. Uh, remember to like, comment, subscribe. Remember to follow Caleb.Coroneos. Caleb.Coroneos, yeah. Spell your last name.
1: I'd uh, just spell the whole thing, eh? C A L E B dot C O R O N E O S. Thanks, Hoffman bro. I appreciate
0: can't wait it for bro. the doctor.
1: <laughs> like and subscribe. Yeah.
0: See you next week. Okay.
1: No way, what's weird about up to?
0: You, spe- Wait, you, you can answer it. I can keep this on the line.
1: Hey, bro. How are you, bro? Hello, bro. Congratulations on seven years. Thanks,
0: man. Thank you. Hey, Kunda, you're not speaking to me yet, bro. Fucking hell, uh, your voice
2: higher, bro. <laughs> <laughs> what a dog count.
1: All
0: what right, who are you speaking to, you reckon? No, nah, it's not close, flat. Close. It's not flat. Tracy,
1: no Tracy. Nah, nah. bro. Congrats. Oh, it's, it's, been, what, it's, been- <laughs> it's not Corny. <laughs> Mate, congrats, He's in the room. Congrats on the Bulldogs job, bro. That's Caleb. <laughs> <laughs> How are you, my guy? How are you, bro? Good, bro. Good. <laughs> We're on the pod. You're on the pod right now. <laughs> Congrats on seven years, my guy. I didn't Thanks, even know. Bro. Congrats. Yeah.
2: <laughs> hey,
0: quick little shout out. Eh? No, no. Oh, I'm keeping that in. I'm keeping that in. I'm putting that out at the end. Chuck
1: your Instagram in. No, no. Nah, it's <laughs> all good. Nah, I'll catch
0: you later then. Enjoy it. I'll give you a call back in literally a minute, bro. I just got to film this part. Oh,
1: yeah, no, all sweet. All, all sweet. Hey, bro, to. bro, bro, quickly. Yeah, what's up? Are you going to like and subscribe? <laughs> of oh, course.
2: Cool. Hey, hey, hey. You guys are listening, like, subscribe, follow at uh, Hellos Co. No, no. Hey <laughs> got it wrong. And you cop, got the, it. cop the mystery
1: box too. <laughs> cop the mystery box. Fucking Oi, don't forget the sporting
0: hellos shit you've got going on. SC Hellos, it's on TikTok. All that shit bro. Thanks, you bro. Know? Let's
1: go, baby. <laughs> let's go, let's go. Oh, shoot, bro. Nice, bro. Oh, yeah, I am proud of you, bro. Keep killing it.
2: Love you. (laughs) Later. He's
0: a good kid, bro. I'll talk to you soon. He is, eh?